Hey, this is Merc, and this is what happened last time. After making short work of a band of orcs on the southern shore of Lake Umbrum, we found Meridor to be a barren ruin of crumbling foundations, littered with roaming skeletons. In a nearby ravine, we found a tunnel that led us to more orcs. They were standing before an entrance of a tomb, in search of siege technologies to use against the mountain kingdom. And one of them in particular, a tenebrous tattoo named Merc, was in searching for a sword. After defeating the war party, I realized the sword I had been calling Destiny was a key. I used it to enter a tomb, and the Phantom of Araramas and his eldritch knights materialized before me. Araramas told me that if I was true, I could have the items I sought. Lucan and I opened the knight's sarcophagus, obtained the spellbook, the Orb of Venra, and Destiny, the true sword of my visions. We moved through the tunnels and entered a place called Arsoneum an ancient, scorched library of a fallen god of science, dealing with a vile, troll-like creature we had found metal tablets that may have the mathematics I have been looking for to decipher the book I carry. After loading several tablets on the boat, we returned to the tunnels to find what Relop says is the remains of the Tower of Finifer. I didn't see anything of interest, but Relop surely seemed interested to me. standing in an underground chamber in the ruins of Meridor, and as far as you knew, this was underneath the Tower of Venifer, at least according to what Relop had said. And it looks much like the other entryways that you've seen, the Arsenaeum and the entrance to the tomb of Ariamis. There seems to be no door. Is everyone else just looking at the door like it's not there? I'm looking around the room, just going, not seeing anything. And we see the broken part of a statue, right? Yes, there's a couple of feet of statue. It looks like probably was a robed figure, feet poking out of what's left of the bottom half of the robe. Hold, you gonna... I'm gonna what? You gonna check this for check, traps? Or check what? The door. Where? All right, I'll walk over and open the door. Okay. He, You basically see him reach over. You don't actually see a door open when he walks over, but he sort of acts like he mimes opening a door, and then he steps through. And it still looks like a blank wall. Is it similar to what Hulk did when he took me down to the Venifer Tower in the woods? I mean, it sure has a similar thought, right? When Hulk went through, he didn't open any door. He just walked through. through. It was like an illusion. I go where he walked through and I put my hand up so just in case I don't run into anything. Okay. Your hand stops at the wall. Well, this is interesting. I knock on said wall. Do I hear anything? Uh, You don't. Master Relop? She's going to yell through. Don't hear anything. Do I see him? Do so, I see him over there? No, so you just walked through this door. door. The door is shut behind you. And you're in a chamber that is relatively circular. Okay. Like the Arsenaeum? The Arsenaeum might have been a little bigger than this. There basically are stars lining the walls all around. Like a projection. And there's different constellations all around. Some, of which, most of, some of which you recognize, some of which you don't. It seems fuller of stars than you're used to. Like maybe there's multiple constellations that w- you wouldn't see at the same time. And nobody else is coming in behind me? Nobody else is coming in behind you. They're all standing out, outside. Can I roll a perception test, see if I can see an illusion? Sure. Four. He totally sees that illusion. <laughs> That's a really bad illusion once you just look. <laughs> I actually start out kind of somewhat methodically trying to find the door handle. 
And as I don't find it, because I'm assuming that's how this is going to go, I'm going to start getting a little bit more frantic. Okay. Go ahead and roll uh, perception. Roll with advantage, because other people are probably looking with you. 14? I want to say it's 14. Seems pretty smooth. Is there anything else in this room? It looks pretty pretty barren. There are some crumbled rocks here and there, or maybe stonework. Okay. That, for whatever reason, is sort of sitting in the in the middle of the, of the room. I mean, underneath here, it hasn't been that uncommon. A lot of the brickwork has been crumbling around you. But as you stand, you recognize that some of the constellations are actually moving just a little bit. Took you a second because they're not moving very quickly. But you recognize that there, there's a little bit of movement here. This is some sort of, you know, illusion or projection or something. By this time, I take it I've noticed nobody's coming in. Right. And when you look behind, there's stars and you're not 100% sure. You almost get the sensation that you're moving slightly. And oh, so the door's you're, no longer you're there. Not, yeah, like you can't find the door when you turn around. Well, this is a problem. There are no other doors or anything in here. It's just like a giant... Just stars. It's nice knowing you, Relop. <laughs> Hope you can breathe in space. I'm going to go ahead and uh, just walk around the uh, perimeter of the room with my hand on the side of the wall just to get a feel for how big it is. Okay. It's probably 20 by 20, like a diameter of 20. And if I go back to where the door was, I don't... Yeah, you're not sure at this point. The movement has done something to your orientation. Would this be the constellation if it was nighttime? Like, if I look straight up... You think there's extra stuff here, yeah. You think that it's like... Maybe, you know, a, a mess of constellations that they're showing them all at once. The more you look at it, the more you start to recognize them. You know, and you do recognize a few things. You do know that a lot of the constellations have names for, for some of the, you know, it's, it's not, people aren't big astrologers in this world, but right. but you do know that people call them by nicknames, right? You know, right. sort of like nowadays or, you know, back in the day they would have said Orion. Right. Um, so, for instance, could could pick out the hunter. You know, you know what the hunter looks okay. like. You know, there's just different things like that. And so, okay. if you wanted to sort of investigate those a little bit, or maybe yeah. think of something that you would want to find, we could see if we see if it's out there. Is there a constellation dedicated to Venifer? Good question. Go ahead and roll your perception. Actually, you can roll Arcana if you'd like to. Okay, that's better. Twenty. You actually note a constellation that that looks a lot like what you remember seeing when Faridun was attacking right. you guys. In the cathedral? It's a sort of a simpler version of what you saw then. But once you start thinking about that and you look, it's almost like it comes into vision. You can see one. Do they, and it's on a specific point in the wall. Do they call it the constellation of... Uh, what do they call that? That, that you're not actually sure. Like okay. you, uh, That's not one that you were familiar with before. Um you know, from, from your days in the Great Wood or the Border Wood. But the image that you saw, because there was, there was, you saw sort of an outline of stars. You see something that's pretty clearly a version of that. The I'm sort just going to... Winged, and there's one point. It's like a wand. I'm going to go ahead and any of the constellations, because I'm guessing this is like a dome structure. It's not like, or is it a cylinder? You um, know what I'm saying? You, th- you think it's a dome. I'm just going to point to the different constellations that I recognize and kind of name them out loud mm. and then walk over to the uh, Venifer constellation and just walk up and put my hand up to it. Is it on kind of on ground level or is it like... It's right at your shoulder level. Okay. I'll go up and uh, put my hand on it and call it the constellation of Venifer. Okay. It actually kind of lights up to your touch and portal opens up. It's just sort of a, a domed doorway. Okay. Or an arched doorway, I guess. And there's uh, kind of a dark 
chamber beyond. I mean, you, you can see pretty well in the dark, but right. but it's unlit. And it's not where these guys are, but it's a new, a new room. Well, I'm not going anywhere else in this room, so I'll just go on into the next room. This room looks a little more normal, or a lot more normal. There is another destroyed statue here. This one is, like, busted into pieces. There's actually a head laying there. It's a hooded head. You look around a little bit and recognize that this place has been ransacked in the past. Probably not recently. There's a, a layer of dust. There's a what seems to be a, there was a large shelf work of jars, which all have been sort of strewn about. There's glass on half of the room. Again, just in sort of a layer of dust. It must have been there for a long time. Most of them busted? Yeah. I mean, you, in fact, you think they're all busted. Like, as you as you okay. start kind of sifting through or looking around, you do also see that there's a birdcage in one corner. It's kind of dented. It's actually pretty, it's like gilded. It's full of gold and possibly like platinum or silver kind of filigree. And you come up to it and there's actually a little goldfinch in it. It's alive. Hops around. Uh, switch to bird, I guess. <laughs> Well, hello, little fella. Hello. Mind answering me what you're doing here? Oh, I just watch over the place. I look around. Just broken jars everywhere and everything. Haven't been doing a great job of looking over. Or were these jars meant to be busted? Well, it's not that that I'm watching. What are you watching? There's a large velvet curtain on one side. It's, again, you know, filthy, and, and you didn't even realize it was a curtain at first because it's the same color as the walls almost from mm. dust, and he just kind of looks that direction. I'll look over there, and uh, are there, like, pull strings for drapes? Is it like a drapery, or is Yeah, it... there actually is a, there's a rope on one side. You can sort of pull it okay. across. Okay, I'll uh, pull it up. In the stone, there's a gate that seems to go nowhere, right? Like a, a big rectangle carved into the stone. This stone, by the way, is kind of a bluish color. It's completely different from all the other stone that you've seen in this place. Actually reminds you of that library in the in Prince Hall. It's kind of an odd colored stone that you don't see every day. It's got this kind of blue sheen to it. Is it open or is it it's just like an, an indentation, right? Like it's it looks like a door, but it just it just stops at stone, right? Like it's carved in. When you look a little closer too, there are some symbols around the edge of it. Okay. And you remember pulling numbers in a, in a book in the last tower that you were in? Mm-hmm. And you kind of made the assumption that there might have been like a sequence. And so this looks similar. When you look at the symbols, it, it looks like sort of add that to your book. Yeah, I'll go ahead and add that, pull out a piece of parchment and clean it up. Where does this go? It goes wherever the travelers need to go, assuming they know where they're going. Really? Do I recognize... The runes and everything, or if I was to touch any of the runes, do they light up? Or? They do not. How do I get it to uh, send me where I want to go? You just need the knowledge. Well, hmm. kind of look at the wall for a while, looking at this gate, basically. And when you turn back around, he's not in the cage anymore. I'll check. Are there any tables or anything? Or? There's kind of a busted table, two legs snapped off. At some point, something happened here. Is the cage... Still closed? Cage is still closed. When you turn around, there's Cat hanging off the top of... Or he's perched on top of a corner of that bookcase. And it looks like that bookcase should just be falling over. Like, it's just barely hanging by a thread. And that cat should probably be finishing it. But it seems to be okay. Like, finishing the fall, I mean. Right, right. 
You also notice when you do that, there's a mural on the wall behind from where you came behind you, and it's cityscape. It looks a lot like the one that's in Princeholm, but this city is different. It, it almost scares you for a second because you recognize it as what you've called before the, the city of gold and blood, the city from your memory as a child. I'll ask the cat if he knows what, what the name of the city is. He says Patreon. I'm sorry, what was that? Patreon. This is uh, north of the Great Wood, isn't it? I believe so. Will this uh, portal send me to Patreon? I believe if you have the knowledge. Where do I get this knowledge? My masters have always the knowledge. I don't know where they got it. Can you watch over this place? Well, I'm hoping that my master return. Does your master have a name? My most recent master was named Iatui. Where did he go? I wish I knew. That's him. Sort of points at the, the head of the statue laying there, where he looked like that once. Was he a disciple of Venifer? All of the old old wizards were disciples of Venifer. Are you a disciple of Venifer? Trying to be. She seems elusive since the battle. Have you spoken to Venifer recently? No, but I hear her in my dreams. Have you always lived here? As long as I can remember. Well, I seem to have placed myself in a rather difficult situation. I'm going to go continue to make small talk with the cat and just systematically go through all garbage and wreckage just to okay. see if I come across anything. Are you casting anything? After a little while, if I don't see anything, I'll go for uh, ritual uh, detect magic. Okay. You get some weird splashes of things, you know, like like some of the things in the jar must have had, there's almost like a residue left over. What actually would almost kind of shock you for a moment, you know, the mural kind of has a magic glow to it as well because it's it seems to be one of those living murals. And when you turn around, the head of that thing has an eye that's glowing, but it's coming from inside of it. Like there's something inside that head. Do I have something to break that skull open? Is there? Can I just chuck it into the air and hope that it shatters? Sure. Because I, I can't re- I can't reach in and pull it out, right? Yeah, it's it's solid, but it, it's you know the rest of the statue was broken up, so right. But the glowing eye is like embedded in; it's not like visible right. exterior from an exterior. It. Okay, you have to crack the head open. I will pull the egg out, <laughs> knowing that that will never shatter, and try just bashing it in. Okay. It's funny because the cat does not care at, in the least. You know, just sort of just, watches you with curiosity. So it's just a regular cat is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Takes a couple of smashes and it's uh, almost dust. You know, part, parts of it just sort of crumble apart. Oh, okay. And out of it rolls what looks to be like a humanoid eye. Like a glass eye, basically. Right. Primate is some sort of stone. It's definitely got a glow to it. He says, I see you found the eye. What's the eye called? We've always just called it the eye. I think that it's become active recently. I think it's calling for help or mm-hmm. reinforcements or something. Did Yatui have this mm-hmm. eye previously? Yes, and I don't know that it worked out well for him. I don't know that I would touch the eye with my hands. If you, if you know how to rid yourself of something, I think that would be something that Iatui would, would appreciate. Well, I can get the eye away. Did all of the previous 
masters have this? Of my masters? No. Yeah. Yeah, too. He was the only one with it. All right. I'll take a uh, one of my leather straps, pick up the eye with the straps, and just drop it in the haversack. Okay. So it is in a completely different dimension now. Actually, I'm going to dump out my component pouch, mm-hmm. reach in with the component pouch into the haversack, and pick up the eye again. Mm-hmm. Take a look at it. I'm going to cast uh, Identify on it. It's magical, so it's mm-hmm. gonna give me something. This eye is, has an, a magic that's pretty old, and it's basically like a focus, something that would help specifically necromancy. And the identify spell has trouble finding a lot of the nuances of it. You don't get the impression you would want to use this thing. In fact, you get the impression that you would have to put it into your own head, and it is calling. It's drawing undead to it. Okay. All right. Go ahead and chuck it back in the uh, haversack. I don't see anything else magical other than the map room. And is the uh, portal glowing at all? Or it really isn't. This is probably because no. it's not active. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I'll go ahead and uh, chuck the eye back in the uh, haversack. Gather up all my component stuff and cast message <laughs> to Merc. Where are you guys? Do I hear him? Yes. I'm in the same place I was. Where's this door? I've watched you go through it. At this point, Zan would have cast Locate Object on his staff and basically been like held against the wall trying to figure out if it's moving, okay. where it is, like within a thousand feet of okay. her. He hasn't gone very far. Yeah, so she can yeah. tell that he's moving, that he's doing things. She's reporting to everybody okay. what she's sensing of where it is. I was just waiting for you to cut back before I could take that off. But So she's like, he's in there. He's moving away. Now he's moving, you know, and I'll just kind mm-hmm. of, she'll just report where he is. Sure. Can you ask one of the uh, twins if they know anything about that city map on the outer wall? Inner wall? Outer wall. The inner wall of the yeah. the citadel wall. In Can you ask him about the particular magic, Pencil. if they know anything? He's asking about the uh, the wall. The wall in Princeholm with the inner wall with the, the mural on it. The one of the city? Yeah. What's he wanting to know about? I, I don't pretend to understand. I mean, anything that gets drawn on the real wall appears on that mural. Right. Do you know how that works or any of that? Or I roll a arcana? Or? I mean, you guys know that that thing's been there for as long as... Like, it, it's from the first, sure. first men's empire. So, like, it's, it, it's just kind of been there. It's an established okay. point of view, and it looks at the city from a distance magnificently and changes that are made to the city are made to the mural magically. People in Prince Home don't even think about it either. It's just normal to them. Why does he want to know that? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure all you heard me do was ask you guys a question because I don't know how that spell works. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I'm just stuck here. <laughs> well, this worked the last time and I'm just going to push Merc into the wall. <laughs> Zane's like up against it, so if you're going like, to push her aside... No, I push both. Nope, oh, good. You just <laughs> keep, you keep trying to push them. So this is what actually happens after he pushes. After he pushes me, I try to grab him and like slam him into the wall too. <laughs> sort of right. rough housing out there. Oh, uh, no rolls. <laughs> and just kind of get out of the way, like whoa, 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 <laughs> while still maintaining the locate object. Are you, you are going to take the the eye with you? You said that you wanted the eye removed. I, so. I feel it's been watching me. I would like to to go. I'll find a very, very hot fire for it to rest in. If you'd like to take my cage as payment for your services, 
you won't need it any longer? No. I'm tired of that form. It's restricting. I never caught your name. My name is Verdict. Well, thank you very much for the uh, birdcage. I will make sure that it's properly restored and placed in a place of great honor. But you said that all of the masters that came in before had knowledge of how this door works. Do you know anything about that uh, mural up there? I know that I've seen it change in my time. Significantly? Yes, it's gotten bigger. Buildings mostly rise. I haven't been to that place in a long time. I've never actually been to the place, but I like to see the changes. We have two separate concepts of time here. What did the old masters do to uh, walk through here? Through the gate? Yeah. Some, Some sort of ritual or spell. They didn't need me for it. What I know is this like a teleportation circle? You could have that spell at this level, right? Like, I think it's a fifth level after, spell. After a long rest, yes, I could. You think that it probably is a spell that, that they were casting, and the sequence must be what you would need for things, but you think that maybe the sequence you have here wouldn't necessarily get you somewhere else. Your best guess is that that sequence is if you wanted to come back to this gate. And you might do a little bit of reading and studying to verify that, but that's what you're feeling. Okay. Dumb question. Is the entrance to the star constellation room, is that still open or did that close behind me? It's open. Yeah. You looking for your way out? Yeah. Find the torchbearer. The torchbearer. In the stars. Alright. I'll first of all thank Verdric for all the information. Do only wizards enter this room? No one's entered this room for a very long time, but typically yes. There were church members long ago. That's why it looks the way it does. I'm sorry for that. I think I know uh, which church members you're referring to. I'll have to beg your forgiveness for that. They are but simple people. Can I, like, copy this circle? The sequence? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Plus, you've got that book that you you can just put it in there, and some of the symbols actually look kind of similar, and so you've studied a little bit out of that book that you got, and so it wouldn't take very long to sit down and write, you know, maybe ten minutes of making sure you got it right. Right, right. I'm going to go ahead and do that, and to give it a shot, I'm going to try casting Mending on any of the uh, pages that were in the spell book in this room to see if it helps because you said some of the pages were destroyed and burned and stuff. You mean of the spellbook that you got from Varamus? Yeah. It does not work on those. Yeah, there's okay. something Okay, right. something I wasn't magical. sure if there was... Yep. I'll go ahead and uh, jot down this circle and then walk out to thank Verdric again and walk out to the consolation room. Just kind of look around, see if I can't find either Pyrian or Lucian. I don't know if there are any constellations that are... Yeah, they, you don't know associated one that's with specifically them? associated to that. Right. Torchbearer sounds a little bit familiar. Okay. And so go ahead and roll your perception, and really it'll just be a matter of how long it takes you. 20 again. Oh, so it really, it's almost like it's right in front of you as you get there. Right. And much like the one that you called the, the Benefer, hmm. this one has one star that's brighter than the rest, and it's pretty clearly the torch in the little, you know, sort of stick figure that okay. it creates. And so you. Put your hand on... Actually, before I do that, do I see any other constellations that are about shoulder height that I recognize? I'm wondering if there are any other rooms off of this other than... You know what I'm saying? You know, there's a couple that sort of stand out to you and you you maybe kind of go over and look and nothing seems to be happening. You do notice the one that your people always called the hunter. Mm -hmm. 
and you actually recognize that there's one that looks like some sort of beast and they don't do anything when you touch them but it's interesting because it's it's pretty clear that one constellation is following the other oh okay like the hunter is following the beast okay yeah, I'll go uh, over to the torchbearer and give it a shot, see if I can tumble out of this thing. So, Zane, you're up against the wall. No, <laughs> no I'm away from it because they're fighting. So she's like, he's getting closer. And she's going to back away. They're, okay. the, they're the ones that were tussling and trying to throw each other through the wall. I just walk right into Merc, Merc's side or something. And hold. <laughs> they're almost like got a, each other in a headlock or something, and they kind of look up, and there he is standing there. Oh, hey, Relop. Hey. I, uh, let go. Hulk. Where'd you go? What'd you learn? That's a weird room. He's an illusion. <laughs> Tackle him. <laughs> what? What? Oh, like they're just good. <laughs> and then I try to reach down and really grab hold by the back of the of his jacket and try to pull him off real up. Is that a bird cage? Yeah. Huh. I wanted a souvenir of my adventure. It's actually huh. much heavier than you thought it would be too. Like you Seriously? feel like there's maybe more stuff in it. Oh, like <laughs> like under the Bottom of the cage, yeah. It's definitely weighted down. Relop, where's the bird? Was there a dead canary in it? Did you eat it? It, I was getting peckish. I'm going to give it a shake just to see if I hear anything rattling around. Yeah, there's something rattling in there. Can I, like, open it up at all, or...? Yeah, underneath it has kind of a twist, and it pulls off, like, you know, sort of a a chamber at the bottom of it. Okay. And it's actually holding some... Like, somebody has stashed their goods in it, so... You get a bunch of gold and platinum. There's actually 2,519 gold in this thing. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> 2,519 gold. That's a heavy That's a heavy <laughs> I look real up right in the face and just, you need to find that bird because it craps gold. <laughs> there's, there's also 140 platinum pieces. So does it pay the, the pack bird cage platinum? itself is probably worth a good two fifty. Like okay. you could easily, easily sell it for that if you wanted to. There are six amber in there, so little yellow gems. They're probably about hundred gold piece, gold pieces each. And there are six sardonyx, or these sort of brown stones with kind of creamy swirls on them, just like polished rocks more than anything. But they're worth fifty gold a piece. You do notice too that all of the gold and the platinum is very old mint like old empire like, you know sort of an emperor on the side right right and the the on the back side there's the coliseum before it you know before because before the coliseum it was kind of damaged right right they've never quite fixed it and a new coliseum on the coins real up was what was in that room a bird cage and gold apparently there was also similar to your living wall of town north of the great wood oh explains the law question north of the great wood yeah what city? It's called Patreon. It's wow. uh, the elven city that I was telling you about. Really? Yeah. Huh. Was it bigger than, I, I mean, you know, as a kid, but did it look significantly larger than I recall it? Or It's hard to say. Right. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. And you and your memories of it are just fleeting, right? Right. You're not sure to, you, your, your memories are kind of mixed up, so you're not 100% sure that your impulse was that it was this elf city, but then you, you're not sure that's right either, because your mm. memory of the elf queen that you always bring up is more in a wooded area. This is on a plane. This, okay. Did the city look all old and ruined? Uh, no. No, it did not. Really? It was doing very well for itself. That is amazing. You know of this city? Yeah, I've been there before, We've long had- ago. Yeah. Huh. So you think they must have 
build that room? I don't know who built that room. There was nothing else? No grand library? No secret arcane knowledge? No. No, just a room full of constellations. Oh, really? Okay. So it wasn't a bunch of undead, you know, skeletons or anything laying around? No. No. Okay. Huh. Completely blank. All right. Interesting. Well, apparently it blocked everyone else's entrance into this. Yeah, I think that was a. I think that was by design. Well, I'm glad you're alive, and I'm glad to be alive <laughs> as well. It's nice to breathe free air. Yeah, we're making our way back to Myers Heart then. I think that's the plan. Do we need anything else in Mirador? Were there any other locations you wanted to hunt down? I was just wondering about something. I mean, we may have to go to Fire's Heart and come back to do this, but maybe we should collapse that tunnel that leads down here. There's a chance the orcs are going to come back. Yeah, they're looking for siege weaponry to attack the mountain kingdoms. We should probably not allow them direct access to all of Arsa's formulas. I mean, we took a good deal of that information. Maybe we could also just come back and get more. Eliminate it. As long as we go quickly, it should be all right. I don't know if there's another orc party in wait to get in here, but I agree there should be a permanent closure of this once perhaps everyone at Fire's Heart, all the Pyrians, can get all the information they can. Yeah, I think so. How many of those panels are left in the Arsenium? You guys took about 12. There's probably twice that still. It was just a matter of weight. You know, you got this little boat. I consider that information belonging to the Pyrians, and if they want it, they should be able to have access to it. Well, should we just return the 12 and maybe come back or figure out what to do after there's, we return the 12? There's two that I want, right? There's two that you want? Yeah, because for the formulas, there's a one. Three of them have math on them, right? Isn't, wasn't that the case? Three. I think. Well, I guess they're getting nine until I'm done with those three. Oh, okay. The stores of knowledge are going to want to study them anyway. <laughs> I don't think that they'd have a problem with us transcribing. Well, I, don't, they, I don't think the material itself is causing these formulas to exist. I think the knowledge contained within, we could do a rubbing of it, get all of the information on a much lighter piece of parchment. Or maybe we could just study it for day or two and just be done with it. That'd work as well. Either way, I can I I feel like I can trust the Pyrians and the, the stores of knowledge too, so I think if whenever you're done studying we give it to them, I imagine they would just let us um return and look at them again if we needed to. Might not be able to find it in that place, but probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Might be easier to find some of the other random books we found. Yeah, at least these are big, right? And heavy. <laughs> yeah, I think if we just boat on back to is, okay. Hey, is that cage magical? Oh. No, it is not. Huh. Well, I mean, other than having all this money in it. Yeah. Which reminds me. <laughs> Are we breaking time? Uh, everyone take 503 gold and amber and sardonic. Ambers are worth 100, sardonics are worth 50. 28 platinum. All right. I think if we don't have anything else, we'll make our way across the Go lake. back to Fire's Heart. So... You have to walk across Meridor again after going through back out through the tunnels, kind of in a ravine to the northwest a little bit, and you're walking back towards the beach. Everything looks pretty normal. There's a few skeletons here and there, but the skeletons before, they all sort of would come towards you, but they seem to be more like in a frenzy, like they're really wanting to get, get to you now. And oh, so, so they're aggressively going they're getting at us yeah now. more and more aggressive and so and there's a, f- a couple that come your direction and you know you just sort of bat them away right. there's with the whole group of you we're not going to go through combat with a couple of skeletons but there seem to be more of them and they all are sort of like sensing that you're there well, this that is was weird. not the way it looked before what is happening to the skeletons 
It's like we disturbed their land or something. Let's get the heck out of here. Hopefully they don't follow us across the lake. Yeah, that'd be problematic. Let's be clever about this. Let's uh, take the boat and... Get on the water? Get on the water. <laughs> but, like, I mean, <laughs> but no, I was thinking maybe, maybe I like beach where your it. Head's at. <laughs> like maybe put it back on the beach, like halfway back to Meridor and see if they actually do follow us. So we're not leading a troop of crazy skeletons into a city of innocence. Like coming out of the lake? Well, they have been coming out of the lake. Yeah. Okay. Right. So you want a boat and then kind of go westward instead of going to Fire's Heart, going just somewhere along the shore? Well, the, and waiting the east, a moment? Yeah, the east shore would be fine. Okay, sure. Think. All right, so we'll do that. You can have something to do with these tablets? Maybe. We could try to figure out what they want. <laughs> they didn't really bother us before uh, Relapse Little Adventure, though, like that, right? Right. Have you done, like, sea magic? Can you see anything on the, the money? Perhaps the money's cursed. Or perhaps the birdcage? I don't think the money or the birdcage is cursed. He did say the birdcage was not magical. Is it, is it an right. actual eye, or is it like a gem? It's an eye. It looked like it's carved of stone. It looks pretty realistic when you first look at it, but it's probably done sort of a kind of an off-white stone. Yeah, let's get on it. Let's get on the water. <laughs> so right. skeletons do continue to kind of pile up on the beach, and they yeah, and sure. some some of them start sloshing into the water towards well, you this guys. Is weird. Um, I'll use turn the unholy while they approach us. Okay, just kind of blast a bunch of, like, get get a group next to you. Walk, and, I get them to walk away kind of thing. She has a couple channels, but she's going to wait. till it's, like, dire. Yeah. till you need to yeah. defend yourself. <laughs> I absolutely have to. <laughs> and try to get a, a bunch of them in one go. All right. A lot of them disappear under the water, too. Once we're on the water, are the skeletons catching up to us, or are we easily outpacing them? Yeah, you're probably outpacing them, but the, the question is, are they going to pop up at the docks? All right. How long of a ride is it to... Well, we're just going to the east shore. We're not going to Fire's Heart right now. Meridor's on the southern part, right? Yep. And Fireheart's on the very north. Mm-hmm. So about halfway up on the east shore, because I think it's the close shore, we'll just stop and wait. And go over to the shore and you know, beach the boat and wait. You know, it might be fun is if you used your uh, little dome right now. That's an idea. It'll take them a while to walk through water to yeah. us. Wait, we're going to have to wait. How many skeletons were... At this point, you've seen at least a dozen. Okay. That have, like, actually gone under the water. There's a couple more that are sort of trying to walk around the lake. And they're still coming towards us? Can we see them in the distance? Like, trying to round around it? Yeah, kind of. I mean, they're pretty far away, but you can yeah. see these little figures off there, yeah. And it's... They're not moving to... Being able to move very quickly because there's a lot of... Like, Reeds and stuff. Vines and things, you know. Right. It's just... It's kind of trippy. Great vocab usage. Sort of trippy. Kind of trippy, yeah. We're just going to sit here? I don't want to send an army of undead into the city if we're bringing something back. It's at least, like, probably the best city to have it happen to. It's mostly filled with clerics and people of faith. Well, they're also equipped, huh? They've been doing this for some time now. You know, if we wait on this east shore, though, and wait for these dozen maybe to show up, we take them out, and then there's probably no other skeletons that'll be coming after us. Maybe it's just a close location. We've tripped a sense of theirs. If we destroy these, then no more will come, because we're away from the city. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. How long has it been? I mean, just as long as we've been talking. I mean, maybe, I guess if you got over to the side, maybe a half hour to an hour. Okay. You know, total, since you got to the boat. Yeah. I'm rolling inside check against Relaw to see if he's leaving information out. (laughs) It's like you know him so well. (laughs) (laughs) 
So yeah. in that case, deception, because yeah. he's looking to see if you're hiding anything. Probably better than a six or five. <laughs> well, I rolled a 19, and I'm pretty sure my insight is at least a plus yeah. four. So. Yeah. Pretty sure that's... You've seen this with him before, so like it, he has a similar look where... <laughs> we he, all get advantage. He knows something, he's, knows something that he's not telling you. All right, really up. What did you leave out? <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> There's an item that needs to be destroyed. What? Okay, so does that have something to do with these skeletons by chance? Could very easily have something to do with these skeletons. <sighs> Alright, hand over the birdcage, I'll destroy it. It's not the birdcage, but I know that we can't destroy it between the group of us. I think we need some mage with higher... What is it? I'll reach in with the component pouch and pull out the uh, eye. Uh, so that was just sitting around in there too, huh? Yeah, but it needs to be destroyed, and I'm not going to leave it in the middle of the lake. Is it cursed? Oh, yeah. It is definitely cursed. Well, we've found the source of the undead problem. Well, we can't exactly bring that back into the city either. Well, maybe we could. Maybe they could. Do- I mean, have you tried to smash it? I haven't, but given the magic that's surrounding it, I don't think... Hitting it with a hammer is going to do a whole lot. Let's try to hit it with a rock. I'll throw a, rock, a big rock on it. How's that go? It smushes it into the dirt. All right. Now i got to get my component pouch. Well, I mean, I would have put it on a rock and then <laughs> oh, threw sure. a rock on it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It, <laughs> now it shoots um, off. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it kind of crumbles the rock that you have. I mean, you know, just Ooh, baby. It's it's definitely So uh, let's get the let's get the invincible egg and try it against that. Yeah, it's not. All right. So what we need to do is run this into town and say, hey, I think we found the cause of the undead, or the undead are freaking out about this. Right. We need this destroyed, and we can't do it. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's okay. pretty much it. All right. Just well, all right. Time. So, forget this uh, east coast of the lake thing here. Let's just <laughs> go right. north. Okay. I think we can easily outpace it. Just get back on the water? Sure. Outpacing undead, walking through water? Probably. Yeah. Probably outpacing. I, I've seen Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> I know how it works. <laughs> all right. All right. Kind of a loose one that may that may not have come from Meridor at all. Sort of comes bustling through as you're all just getting off, and he sort of tries to climb up on, sloshes in, and tries <laughs> to climb up on the boat, grab its head, and just like smashing its side of the boat. Shin just disintegrates basically, and it sort of falls backwards, and kind of give it one kick away from the boat as you go off. You're not 100 percent sure if it's going to get back up, sort of laying there and sinking into the water. How long does it take to get from? Can't remember what did what, what did we say when well, you came said down? like an hour or something because we left early in the morning and we got there right when the mist was still the fog was still on the lake so I don't think it was long but I don't know like four hours yeah I was thinking it was multiple hour. hours at oh, least okay but I think we left real but early and got still after there. a while we get to yeah we we'll just you know we'll just make it like early afternoon whatever that mm-hmm. you know so come up on the docks everything looks to be pretty normal Stone City lots of Fire torches burning everywhere. You can see the top of the Pyrian Chapel, which always is ablaze. And there's some people working the docks. There's a few fishermen out today. There is one paladin in kind of that leather uniform and the tricorn hat walking around the docks. Just sort of, he actually has a musket and he's just patrolling, you know, walking around. Let's go, let's go warn him. Undead might be showing up soon. Well, more importantly, maybe you can summon that Max... Well, guy... Brother Torian? Well, whatever his name is. We could use a cart to bring all the stuff back to the stores. So, yes, we'll speak with him. Hello, good sir. Hello. So, I think we found why these undead keep coming around. 
uh, we traveled to Meridor and we found this stone that the undead are, they started to follow us once we had it. So what I'd like you to do, if possible, is go find Max and tell him that you probably should send some extra help for the shore today. And we're going to try to figure out how to get this magic stone broken and destroy it. Since I'm on duty here, but I'll send somebody. Great. Kind of turns, hey, Charlie, and this like kid that's along the docks. He throws him a silver. Go get Torian for me. Great. I guess we'll just stay here and watch the shore for a little bit. May as well. Go get a cart too, you had. Yeah, if we can get a cart as well. You know anybody that can get us a cart, sir? One of the fishermen there is sort of pulling things in. He goes, I got a cart. Oh, great. Excellent. Uh, we will get this back to you, sir. Well, and I, I, what, what are you going to pay me for it? I'll give him a gold, gold work. Yeah. Perfect. There you go. <laughs> All right, we'll get the cart and we'll load up all of the frames while we're waiting. And you know, it's a little bit slow going. It's it's they're just awkward and heavy, but you get, get them get them all piled up. It, it actually takes a good half an hour before you actually get the cart. So you're, you're sort of standing around for a little while. Again, basically business as usual down here at the docks. It seems there's actually a fishmonger right along the docks that you know seem to do a pretty good business. A lot of people from town are coming in to get their food for the evening. McConaughey makes small talk with the fishmonger. And you get the impression that they, you know, they have dealt with some skeletons and things coming out of the water recently. And she's okay. watching the shoreline, the water underneath the docks, sure. see if they come up from under there. Or sure. She's kind of watching vigilantly to see if any come out. You know, we don't all have to sit here and wait for Max and the cart to show up. I can run up the stores of knowledge and find out what we need to do to destroy this. I take the item with you. My only worry is if like safest place a dozen be. or more skellies show up. Yeah, but I can't imagine that a lot of us minus Relop would be more than a sufficient match. He's got a point. Okay. Someone wants to go with him? I'll go with him. I'll, st- right. I'll stay here at the shore. I'll uh, run up to the stores of knowledge. Before we start, go ahead. The three people at the dock, go ahead and make a perception roll. Just, just so I can see who notices something. Well, <laughs> it's going to be whoever gets the highest number. 16. 20. Merc, you're standing there kind of watching the water, looking to see if, if there's anything that's... Any little skelly heads. And the wagon is kind of next to you, and you kind of wish you could cover up these plates. You know, they didn't come with anything. It's just this wagon. There's no, like... You can maybe stick a cloak on it or something, but it kind of makes you a little bit nervous. Like, it might be valuable information sitting there. And you notice that the, the plate that's on top, it's kind of face down. So you're looking at the back of the plate... And some water must have gotten on it, and there was there was kind of this soot that was on both sides of it, and it had been put in with a put into the wall with some spikes. There's little holes in the in the plate, but there you think there must have been some sort of adhesive too, like you kind of felt that when you pulled it off. And part of the the soot and whatever adhesive was on there seems to have kind of washed away. And there's actually an etching on the backside of this thing. And if you grab it and you kind of pick it up and you compare, you can see that... So you guys see that Merc is looking at one of the plates and you can see that it's different from the one on the front. Is it like a map on the back? Get some more water and try to try to scrub at it a little bit. Hey, Zan, let me see your water skin. Okay, what, what are you looking at? I don't know, there's something on the back of this. She'll hop up in the wagon and try to look at it. Can I tell what it is? It's a similar, you know, you, you see part of something. You guys kind of scrub at it and keep yeah. at it a little bit. Are there words? And or is it- as there are a few words as it starts to, you know, in, in lingual, as you start to clear it off. 
And as it gets clean, you both see, and again, it's a, a formula of some sort, but this one looks to be some sort of mechanism, almost like a horn, but it seems to be technological. And the image shows it knocking down a tower. <laughs> Ooh. The words that you find are mostly about like things like measurements. You know, there isn't like an actual title to what you're looking at, but there's some. It's like a some sort of like sonic weapon. Like it's some sort of siege weapon on the back of this thing. This is what the orcs were looking for. I would concur. Why was it on the back? And she kind of looks forward. The front part is just part of one of the math ones that he wanted. It's actually it just it's one of the other formulas, okay. like a different device, a smaller item. So yeah. Just kind of looking at that device and then looking back to the back side. Of so it. my question in this scenario now is like, is the back of any of the other ones have anything on them? Good we, question. She'll kind of start helping you sort through them and see. Okay. Start cleaning through. They don't all have that, but you do find a few more that have them. So they, it's like these these hidden ones. And every one of them seems to be like a siege weapon of sorts. Ooh. And it also is, I mean, it, it starts to get a little bit almost, it concerns you because these things look serious. Mm-hmm. One of them seems to be like a bomb that you're afraid would take out a city. The, the looks of it, it looks like a huge so weapon. Now, I'm a little worried about getting these over. Yeah, Zan's kind of like biting her fingernail and just kind of pacing a little bit. I mean, if the Pyrians wanted to attack any city they could use these and kill thousands yes I'm not worried about the Pyrians I'm more worried about the crazies out here what crazies the ones that think the Pyrians a demon yeah for starters I need to the sp- ones that think that the, the demon snake's gonna come over the mountain and eat everybody for a second I mean who knows who else I need to speak with Indigo about both of those things I haven't had a chance I was intending to talk to her after we dropped these off at the stores but what in the world do we do with these things? I don't know. Is there a way we could destroy just the backside of these? Acid, maybe? Something that could burn the etchings away? Leave the front intact? I don't know. Can I feel like how it's engraved in there? Yeah, you think it's done with acid. You think that that uh, it's not your expertise, but like it, from what you know of that art form, yeah. you wonder if maybe an acid would burn away. A re- kind of meant that he thought it was engraved with acid, mm-hmm. so she's thinking maybe to like erase it with acid. Does anybody have any? Do we know where to get any? Relop has some. I don't or had some. I don't know if he still does. I thought he used it to destroy that troll thing. I don't know what he did. All I saw was. He- Troll was there, and there was a caterpillar, and then he was up in the sky, floating down, and then right. bouncing on the ground. <laughs> if, if this were a movie, I would have everybody flash at the horrible scene See? of that troll standing there all ripped up. <laughs> she kind of shudders, it shudders a little bit about the thought. <laughs> and then its head popped off three feet in the air. It was rather spectacular. Yeah. Well if done, Lucan. If the Pyrians get this, too, I mean, they've been treating us pretty well, but... I'd be worried that they might use that against the tower and lose it. I mean, you know, there's, in um, a time of peace, that's a non-issue. But in a time of war, if push comes to shove... Well, the time of peace may be somewhat limited if the politics of the next pope for the Lucite Church is any indication. Who do we think the next pope's going to be? Have we heard? I've spoken with Card and Tharable. Card is wounded and is not fulfilling his duties as one of the centuries but he's staying around and the other two are vying for control it would be Castman or Contrari what do I know about these two 
she could tell him because Merc wouldn't know. Yeah, I guess, I, so I can give you. Yeah, that. I don't. I don't think Lucan you would have a great grasp on the politics of that. I just because she actually Card was like a mentor to her. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I don't think you'd be too knowledgeable about like what would happen if okay. these guys yeah. got moved in. Well, yeah. Yeah. Say, like, one of them's a pushover. One of them would probably push against the Parians. If Contrari becomes Pope, it's a bit of a questionable situation. He's a puppet of the family. He'll do whatever the family tells him to do. Okay. If it's Castamon, he will most likely disband any women from the clergy and will reignite the war with the Pyrians. Oh, great. Oh, that's exciting. Those are, unfortunately, our options. If it was Bishop Card, I would have zero worries, but he's not in the running, unfortunately. He's taken himself out of it. I'm not even sure if he's going to remain a bishop much Mm. longer. And Card is that one that you spoke to. Yes, he's my mentor. He helped open my mind to other possibilities and the way people can live. I would have trusted him to continue the era of peace we've been having under Pius. Lucian rest his soul, but... Contrary, like he... Like, the one that's dying. Yes, that Contrary. What are their general politics, I guess, for the Contraries? Power and money. Sounds like damned if you do, damned if you don't. Exactly. When I heard the news, I didn't know what to think, but I'm so far away from Lucidum, I can't really affect the politics any. I would try to convince Card to run to at least give us a chance to have a choice, but if it's just those two and no one else is willing to take the spot, it's going to be one of them, and from what I've seen, none of it leads to anything good. So, you're saying this Contrari? Like, what was his name again? Uh, I'm trying to think. We only ever called him Contrari. Silas Contrari? Do you, do you know him? I'm not familiar with him. My, uh... Sister married into the family? Yeah. Yeah. I'm more familiar with, like, the, the ones in Prince Home. I'm not familiar with him. So he's an, I believe, an uncle of Rips, if I remember my family trees correctly. You know, maybe mother and father would know what to do with these. Do with these tablets. What? Listen, we're talking about the politics of the world and you're bringing up tablets? Well, yeah, I mean, they're involved with all these politics. I trust my mother and father. So you want the Lucites to have this weaponry? I don't know, but I would feel most comfortable with mother and father having these. At this point, I'm concerned about the politics of everything. I'm concerned about the fact that this church is supposed to follow the epitome of good is talking about warmongering with people who generally just want to leave them alone. I assume so as well. I've had nothing but positive experiences here. I'm not saying they're going to do anything. I just don't think... If these are doing what they seem to be doing, I don't know the math, but what it's I think, destructive for anyone to have this. Orcs yeah, or absolutely. dwarves or Pyrians or Lucites. I mean, this almost seems like stuff that maybe took the old empire down. It could have destroyed Meridor for all we know. Why it's a ruined city right now. What I'm going to say is maybe let's calm ourselves, wait until we have clear heads, talk to the other two, wait for their way to see what their opinions are, and, uh... Figure out where we go from there. We don't have to turn this over right this minute. We could destroy these siege weapons. Torian's coming right now. We can give Max the ones that don't have the double-sided and the ones that don't have the math. But these ones that are not double-sided have some type of secret, you know, magical equation for something else on them that we're not seeing. You know? I almost feel like we need to just hold on to these. They're not going to let us just keep them. They might. I mean, we got them. We can ask. 
We'll wait for Max. I'll just try to hide them. See if you, make sure he can't I don't, see. Yeah, I don't say wait. Hey, look and give me your giant cloak. Yeah, no problem. Here you go. And we'll just cover the one that we washed off. That's my armor. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in a three block radius gets blinded. No. Everyone goes, wow. It's <laughs> glorious. His eyes just melt out of his face. <laughs> just the end of the monster. We, like, we always talk about your armor or whatever, but your armor is actually mithril, which is dwarven mm-hmm. or elvish, right? Like it's, mm-hmm. it's not really a lucite thing. You know, you mm-hmm. pick that up. We got. Yeah. What's that on your belt? Why are you still wearing that? What's on my belt? I mean, I have my pouches, my holster, my sheet. Yeah. Why you that holster? Why do you still have it? You don't use a gun. Well, my uncle gave it to me, so... So you're just going to wear an empty pocket? Well, I was waiting to find the right weapon for it. I literally gave you the gun and you gave it back to me. (laughs) I didn't think you were giving it, giving it to me, but... I'm sorry, my intention was not clear. Oh. You want him to carry a gun? He barely wants to stand near us when we fire it. it. Yeah, I probably need to practice with those a little bit more, but... It seems a little silly to have a placeholder for a weapon you're not intending to use. I mean, I am intending to use it at some point. <laughs> it's a family heirloom. Just let yeah. them have it. I mean, look at how nice it is. <laughs> <laughs> it does have an owl on it, and it has a bunch of antler. But it looks new, or... right? Like, it's not like this ancient heirloom. No. I'll make it an heirloom. It's kind of a shout-out to his family and his mother's family. Well, look, I can put my hand in this and look cool. <laughs> I'm going to go find this other paladin. <laughs> She's going to shake her head at this whole conversation and walk away. It's like, call me. Wait, hold my hand. It's like, like pocket pool. Look, I put my hand in. It looks cool. You call the me whole Mar- thing. You call me Marky Mark. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and I pose. <laughs> Marky Mark? You could ask the Marky status Mark. of that kid. No, not Marky Mark. Okay. Not Marky. Figure out where Torian is. Sure. So while that whole conversation is going we'll cut over to... I fly out of the alley and punch you in the face. <laughs> so you show up at the stores and they recognize you. We need to speak with somebody about destroying a cursed item. It's sort of an awkward, like, blank, blank, <laughs> as they look at each other. Uh, what's the cursed item? Mm. Step back. I'll uh, reach in with my uh, component pouch and pull out the uh, eye. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smells cursed. We <laughs> <laughs> Smells like Ugra. <laughs> we went to the uh, ruins of Meridor and retrieved this item, which I believe to be uh, the cause of all of the undead in that area, which may be drawing it towards Fire's Heart. So you brought it here. We need to destroy it. I'm not going to drop it in the middle of the lake for fishermen to trawl for skeletons. I think this item is cursed and it needs to be destroyed. Let me go get Thurman. Why don't you stay here? Okay. So, how cursed do we think this actually is? Oh, it's super cursed. I'm going to slowly like reach my hand out. Well, just going to poke it. <laughs> I don't know that that's a good idea. Just tap it once. <laughs> Kind of gives you the shivers a little bit when you do that. Nothing happens to him? No, nothing happens to him. <sighs> okay. Apparently you can touch it. Alright, grab it. <laughs> <laughs> you have a weird sensation, though, Hold. that you want to just ram it into your eye socket. I grab the <laughs> thing back for, with the component pouch. 
and then jam it into your hey, <laughs> No, I can Mine. do it. <laughs> why are Hulk and Relot smashing their heads you, together? Mm-hmm. You understand why that's uh, not a good idea. What? Hold it in. Yeah. No. All right. Well, I'm just gonna hold on to it over here. Let's not get grabby, grabby. Sorry. We we haven't actually met Thurman, have we? Nope. No. I'm just gonna with the eye kind of on the opposite side of my body from Hulk. Okay. I'm trying with the tip of my blade and cut the open the bottom of this little sack. You <laughs> do not. So this guard comes back, and with him is an older gentleman who has pretty much lost his hair. He's got a little bit of tufts coming off the side of his head, just really, just like stubble. And he's got a pair of spectacles, kind of low, riding low on his nose. And he's in relatively normal clothing, you know, he's not investments, right? And you actually recognize him, like you'd seen him in the stores in that week that you spent. Oh, but he, you'd never talked to this guy. You know, right, never put was, a name in he was, face. And he was constantly, like, nose in a book. You right, know, right. You know, he, was, he was this guy that was off studying, and you didn't really pay him much Brother Thurman, what do you have there? This is the Eye of Iatui. Iatui. A necromancer disciple of Venifer. The Dark Necromancer. Yeah. Interesting. What does it do? I believe it summons undead to it. (laughs) Through ritual? No, just innately. Have you witnessed undead around it? We went to Meridor on a mission to assist... Indigo with the defense of the versus the undead. While we were there, we tripped across a uh, ruin that had this eye in it, and the skeletons seemed frenzied before they just kind of meandered about Meridor. We witnessed them following us in ways as we were coming back across the lake. So the question is what to do with it in the meantime. We needed, we probably need to do something with it. I didn't want to leave it in the lake for fear that the skeletons would congregate at the bottom of the lake and... Find their way here. Yeah. Hmm. Or cost some poor fisherman. You haven't seen anything in town. What do you mean? Undead skeletons. Here in town? Yeah. In this town? No. No, it was all in the ruins that we encountered it. But they seemed determined to, wherever undead, we beached the boat about halfway along the lake and a skeleton came out of the forest to the uh, east. Hmm. Come come with me quickly. Okay. You go into the stores, cavernous, it's got all these weird walkways of stone structures, you know, and and books just laying everywhere. And you follow him along and and you realize that he's, he's just making a beeline for the section that you weren't allowed to go into. You remember that there were golems of sort of different different types there, you know, different sort of statues of various styles that were keeping you from going in a certain direction. Right. And he walks by and they completely like just let him you know, I didn't even move. They just let him go by, he can, and you come with him and you walk through a doorway, he he's he actually sort of does a little force move, you know, where he's kinda of holds his hand up and the door opens for him and you walk in. And within that space, there are all kinds of recesses in the walls all around. And in most of the recesses, there's some sort of item. There's a few pillars here or there, just sort of maybe four feet tall. And they have items all over them. It's, it's basically this big store of Guessing magic magical items. items or, yeah. you know, something to that extent. Hmm. 
some of them are interesting as you walk through. Some of them just look, you know, it's just, there's a knife sitting there. Right. You have no idea why that would be, like, on this pillar as you go by. I touch it. <laughs> <laughs> you just touch the knife, right? Just like... You touch it, nothing happens. You get to a, sp- a, a big circle in the middle of the, of the space. You know, it's a big cave, basically. Mm-hmm. As you get in, into this kind of a ritual circle painted onto the floor, there's some stones that are sort of worked into the ground in certain spots. Do I recognize what kind of circle this is? You imagine it has it's some sort of like anti-magic sort of thing. Okay. Like that's your guess. Okay. You don't recognize what they've done exactly. Right. And it probably has more clerical feel than it does an arcane feel. Okay. Like you, that's the impression that you get is mm-hmm. that you basically walk into this spot and he says, drop it. Set it on the ground. And he does actually get out sort of soft leather gloves, pulls them out of nowhere and puts his ancient hand inside of it. And he picks it up and he starts sort of staring at it and you wait a really long time while he just continues to stare at this thing and then finally he says yeah I think this might have to go where would you send it I think it's going to need a wizard again stares for a really long time that's my opinion as well do you know what to do with it I believe that's why we're here well you're a wizard correct yeah I mean that would make it simple here's a wizard just kind of looks at Hulk and points at Relop I don't know that it's an item that any wizard should have. I feel like Pogben would be able to deal with this thing. Pogben? Yeah. He's the, he's the biggest wizard in town. I feel like he'd be alright. Okay. How do we get a hold of Pogben? Oh, okay. He drops it on the ground, just like, ping, 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 just kind of lands on the ground. We're going to leave it here for now. It'll be fine. I left it in my... We have a uh, magical haversack that is essentially a dimension to another world. Opens up and extra planar dimension and the creatures were still attracted to it so the sooner we can get a hold of this pogman the better i believe fair i just i don't know what kind of circle this is that it's currently contained in i just don't know that you understand my concern sure all right we'll get all quick enough we will uh get back to where you're staying the blessing and burrow we also have uh some knowledge from the uh ruins of Meridor. oh from the arsanium what did you find? The, there, the Arsenam? Yeah. There were some... I thought that was lost. Well, we discovered his uh, temple and his library. It was mostly destroyed by... Her. Her. Sorry. It was mostly destroyed, but there were some metal plates that seemed to have some rather intricate designs. I don't know if they were magical or mechanical. Really closely at both of you, and he says, So after all these years, we have believed the Arsenam of... Meridor to be lost or destroyed, and you and your com- companions found it. You're we welcome. Found, <laughs> <laughs> we found the underground. I don't know if the Arsenaeum stood tall in Meridor's heyday, but we found what was left of what I assume the Arsenaeum. We only got a dozen plates. They seem impressive. The knowledge that they contained. There were more, but unfortunately, the ship that we car- that we went down there with was not worthy enough to carry the weight of as many as there are. But sure. we can take you back to it. Hmm. Oh, well, welcome to Fire's Heart. Thank you. So, what's with this knife on the pedestal? <laughs> <laughs> he says, "Please don't touch. That's still under investigation." I you touched my it, fingers didn't. together. <laughs> you touched it, didn't you? I don't know what you're talking about. I apologize for my high orc friend. <laughs> Curious type, I see it. 
like souls. <laughs> we need to get Pogman and whoever categorizes your uh, stores of knowledge. We've got a dozen on the dock right now waiting for transfer. Hmm. I didn't recognize a lot of it. Some of it seemed to be gnomish, I think. <clears throat> so you need, need us to send people down? Yeah. Okay. I don't know how we go about getting the rest of them, but we'd be happy to help. Well, we'll discuss it. We appreciate your help. All right, and I guess we just wait around until Pogman shows up. All right, back at the docks. Is Max showing up at any point? So, a couple of them show up. There's there's a kind of a small party. They have pistols, muskets. Initially, there it isn't Max. It's a bunch of bunch of paladins that have been sent down, and they basically tell you that he's he's on his way. So, what have you got for us? Uh, well, we just wanted to get some extra help to watch this shore right now because we think we found what has been causing all this undead to come out and about. And uh, my friend is in the process of trying to get that item destroyed and um, just worried that the undead might be attacking soon. Rather you be aware of an assault rather than be surprised with only one guard here on the docks. Certainly. A couple of the guys kind of go join the other one and start watching the water as well. Once this is handled, you can let Brother Torian know that we will be heading to the stores with this information. Thank yep. you. I'll uh, start pushing the cart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Push it. All right. Thank Was you. it like a carrying cart? Is it like Thank a yeah. yeah. Oh, like, okay. They, yeah, they just they didn't bring up like a horse or anything. Uh, okay. okay. I guess I was mistaken. Thank you, guys. All right. So they, they all see you off and <laughs> don't really pay much attention to the cart so, that you move off with. Cool. For sure. I uh, do not go to the stores of knowledge. Nope. I instead <laughs> go to the Blessing and Barrel. Yeah, how are we going to get this in our, in our room without looking super suspicious? <laughs> it's just look suspicious bringing it up in there. We'll just dry, we'll take the ones that we're worried about and the ones that I need and give them the rest. You do want to give them the rest? Right. There's no reason. I don't see anything that gave me any reason not to give it to them. We have to show something. There's just a few. Like, it's just a few, couple extra, right? Like, of the dozen, there was yeah, three I wanted to keep. There's and like, three that, um, <clears throat> that you find things on the back that you get concerned about. So let's keep half. And one of them is one of your math ones. We'll just keep those and say that they were of interest to us. So that would mean that you're five. Five. And we're returning seven. We wouldn't have to return any. We haven't told them anything at this point. Let's give them something as a show of good faith. And then we can decide what to do with the rest. And if they ask anything, to say that those were of particular interest to us because it's not a lot. Yeah. We can just know. tell them we wanted to kind of look them over for a bit. They're not going to know how many we took either. We just returned what we have. Yeah. All right. So if you guys wanted to haul them up. I paid 30 gold for three rooms for 10 days. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, Mark. You guys got to quit paying for us. <laughs> That's fine. You overly generous. <laughs> All right. So let's get the ones we want in the rooms. Yes. All right. Okay. So five go up. Still afternoon, so it's yeah. not like the place is hopping. You don't have to work through a crowd or anything like that. Are we comfortable leaving these here? Do the rooms lock, at least. They do. Yeah, it's a pretty nice place. I think maybe just to be on the safe side, split them up. Well, like one okay. or two in each. and Sure. And then... We could put them underneath beds. They would yeah, be out of I mean, sight. Make it so that they have to intentionally go in there, and then we'll make sure everything's locked. The and beds then... are solid enough, too. You could probably put a, put one underneath a mattress sort of thing. And... Oh, yeah, let's right. do that. You think they they would hold the weight? Okay, so do okay. two in your room, two in our room, and... Let's put all of the dangerous knowledge ones under a bed, and then the other two can just go wherever. Okay, yeah, that's fine. The ones with the gnomish writing or whatever works, maybe just keep in relapse room, human relapse room. All right, 
So we'll lock the rooms and hopefully that'll be fine. So are we all going to take the rest of these seven back or does anybody want to stay? Or have anything else you need to do in town? I need to speak with Indigo. Well, I'll stay. I just, I can't. We could start studying the math. We could start studying the math, but also I, I can't say that we should leave these unattended. All right. We'll put them all in your room to start and then we can spread them out later. Fair. Let's Keep do that. All right. Stay safe, Mark. I'm going to go I'm with Zan. Not terribly worried about being safe. So, I will start trying to see if I can use that one of the math ones to help decipher the buck. Okay. So then Lucan will push the cart and I'll walk with him. Why do I have to push the cart? <laughs> I mean, I can't. So I'm sorry, just, uh, just so you, you guys are bringing the cart back to the docks. Or no, or we're taking the the, the, the other seven panels. That's right. Stores to the stores. Gotcha. gotcha. Yep. Yep. All right. So and you're and you're doing a little bit of study. Yep. All right. So they go back to the stores with this cart. And the guards look a little bit They're nervous when you come up. What do you What do you have there? Uh, we have gifts for the stores of knowledge. I believe two of our friends have already passed through here. They were carrying an artifact of great importance to be destroyed. High orc and a gnome. Yeah, we saw them. This are they still here? I don't know. Are you, we, what do you guys do after you're done there? I thought we were getting pogging. We were getting ready to go back to the docks to help them okay. collect those. So maybe we'll just have you guys kind of meet up with them. Like, so just as you're saying that, they kind of pop out the door. Oh, hey. Yeah, those two. Hey. Oh, yep, yep. That's Wasn't them. Me. Wasn't did, you? Oh. Did you get it destroyed? They're currently working on it. It's a work in progress. Okay. Is out of your hands now? Yes. Now. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it's safe. Well, we've increased the defenses at the docks, so... Hopefully we will hear if there's any kind of battle we need to rush to. But in the meantime, we've delivered. Yeah, here are the here are some of the tablets. Do you know by any chance where they would want these? That's Let's a good question. Dump them over this way. We're saying it to the guards. Yeah. Hey, where would you like these? Brother Thurman was most interested in these. I'll be back. The same guy <laughs> okay. steps back in. You have to get used to that. They yeah, they yeah. do that a lot. I know how bureaucracy works. All right. After, it, it really doesn't take very long this yeah. time, so he, Thurman comes back himself. Good day. What, what, uh... So this has got an older gentleman, bald on top, stubble on the side. What, what do you... So what do we have exactly? We, we heard from your friends here that they, you've got some information. Yeah, these are some of the tablets we found in the library, the great library in Meridor. He comes in, he's, yeah, he starts like, oh, oh, hmm. And he starts trying to lift a... Yeah. A tablet and not having any luck. Oh, Lucana, help. Here, I, I can help you here. They were mounted oh. to the wall. We had oh. to pry them away. Hmm. Are you Brother Theremin? I, I am, yes, Theremin. Nice, nice to meet you. Wonderful you to meet are? you. Um, it's Anafia Anastasia. This is my brother, Lucan. Nice to meet you. But I see a lot of Saradin up here. Hmm. I've noticed. Thank you for access to your stores. It's been very helpful. Certainly. And thank you for your additions. It's any, any additional information you can give us is... That's what we're doing here. Yeah, well, a lot of this stuff doesn't make sense to me, so hopefully it makes sense to you guys. <laughs> well, we'll see about that. They're in great shape. Would you like they help are. getting these carried in? Oh, we've got people. And it, these, yeah. A couple people sort of filing out and helping to carry. And they're very particular about how they pick things up. And they're sure. like, they're archaeologists. They're, they're like, they're, yeah, they're like <laughs> analyzing they're them with their hands. They're looking they've at got gloves on. They're really careful about things. Great. Except for their books. They yeah. don't care about their yeah, books. Yeah, true. <laughs> I've seen them treat books very badly in comparison to the way the Lucites do, at least very much. Do you have an idea of how to destroy this cursed eye? We have many of your people on high alert waiting for more undead to show up. Sen is sending to Pagaban, so I'm hoping that he'll come help us. Oh, I've been meaning to speak with him as well. One of your followers had spoken to me about a 
device I had found in my research, a, a fork, a tuning fork, hmm. for moving between planes of existence. They said Pagaben would be able to help me create such a thing. Interesting. I feel like I've heard that heard of that before. I'm sure he probably has knowledge of such things. Is he coming here soon? He probably won't come here. We'll probably have to go to him. Would you like to go with us? Are you leaving now? No, but when we hear back from him. Uh, please make a sending to me if you can. Certainly. Thank you. In the meantime, I would like to speak with High Priestess Indigo. <laughs> Do you know if she's available? I think she's probably at the chapel. All right. He kind of stops for a minute and looks at you really closely. It's like he's like making sure he's got the sending down. Yeah. Max did the same. He doesn't, ex- <laughs> doesn't exactly touch you, but he like puts his hands up like he's yeah, going to face. He wants to make sure he doesn't send it to Faridwin instead. Mm. <laughs> Platinum blonde, not dark. <laughs> we found her. She's here. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Do I notice the uh, lack of tablets? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're handing over five. Seven. Or, I'm sorry, seven. Uh, Relop marks back at the Blessing of Meryl, kind of looking over some things. So I think Zan and I are going to go to the chapel. But you guys could come to the chapel with us if you like. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably in my best interest considering the last time you guys went. I woke up and we had another job to do. <laughs> it paid you well. Beside the point. No, Lucan, I appreciate it. I need to speak with Merc about something. Oh, yeah, no problem. And I just immediately power walk to the blessing <laughs> All right. He jazzercises the whole way. Be safe. We'll see you later. What lady ball power walk? Was, that, was it that prance size or something like that? Yeah. Was that that thing she's doing? Yeah. Relap runs to the blessing of Beryl and finds Merc in the room that they had previously rented out and he's trying to figure out what's happening on these. He's got all three of the math tablets sort of propped up against the side of the bed. Right, right. And he's sitting cross-legged, like, trying to figure out what the heck's happening. You can literally see the smoke coming off his head because he's thinking (laughs) too hard. (laughs) All right, I just blow into the room. Well, that's three. Well, uh, let me show you the rest. And I, or I'll, let me show you something. I take the one the one mathematical one and flip it over and show him the weapon of like ultimate destruction on the back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't we just run all of these over? I thought Do that was the plan. You see this? You see this thing, this weapon? Nobody should have this knowledge. And to top it off, we are like this close to having a warmonger take over the Lucite lands. I don't care about that. We don't need another war in the middle of trying to stop Nock from coming doing a return. That's just, that doesn't even make sense. None of this makes any sense. Look at this. This is a horn that blows down walls. Does that make sense to you? Well, no, but given enough time, I should be able to make sense of it. Or... Like, I'm just saying, nobody needs that knowledge. I'm not... I don't want to turn it over to anybody. I want to destroy it. It's my first thought. They can have the other sides. I don't want to deny them knowledge. I just don't want them to have that knowledge. Nobody should have that knowledge. This is the stuff that caused the fall of the Empire in the first place. So you'll have the Lucites with an upper hand. Don't know that they would have an upper hand. Well, I mean, they did would have an upper hand. But they had, the Perians have the Dwarfs to help them out. And gunpowder. But that's beside the point. It doesn't matter. This is knowledge that should be stored away should not exist would probably be a better term. Somebody's going to discover this knowledge. Let them discover it on their own accord. Let's not just give them the keys. 
So how do you intend to destroy this? Um, that's the rub. We were thinking maybe acid wash on the back to distort it so it was illegible. I just told the high priest of the stores of knowledge that we had 12 of these items. Well, I was going to keep a few of them, these three in particular, for the math anyway. Well, we're not going to walk around the entire kingdom with three tablets full of... Right. And when we're done with these, I was intending to turn those over. And in the meantime, we're just keeping these other ones because they're of interest to us. And we'll turn them over before we leave. That accounts for ten. The other two under the bed. (laughs) (laughs) And I show him the other weapons of mass destruction. It's not just a horn. This is a bomb and this is whatever that is. That's a lot. Nobody should have power like that. If they had this information, this does not strike me as a society wanting to go to war. I'm not worried about them going to war. I am worried about the Lucites going to war. And you know how you stop somebody from wanting to go to war? Being backed in the corner. Having the biggest dang hammer on the planet. And being backed in the corner and having to use this. Well, then it's on the Lucites to decide. That's not on us. This is information that everyone needs to know. Or at least the Pyrians to defend themselves. Well, then the argument would be, why wouldn't we just give it to everybody? I'm all for that. All right, so then let's work on giving the information to everybody. We're going to run a uh, rubbing of this off to the Lucites, but we tried as heretics. Well, I mean, you know, if that's what they want to do, then. I'm not a fan of... Let's just mail it to them. We don't have to hand-deliver it. That's fair. This is information that, if the twins are concerned about going to war with the Pyrians, this is information that the Pyrians need to defend themselves. Potentially, yes. That's what I'm saying. I don't think the Lucites have any reason to go to war with them, but this is what they're at. What's going on is the Pope is dead. And the two men, they're going to replace them. The one's a puppet for a power-hungry family. So given the right cause, they may. But probably not. Things might go sideways. And the other one is a man who wants to return things to the old ways. You know, kick women out of authority and basically murder all the periods. Well, they're going to have a hell of a time trying to do that with these weapons. That's my point. I think this is not something to be cited by one or two people. I think... Neither do I. think that a lot of us should get together and come to a consensus because... That's fair. We're more impartial than Brother Thurman and anybody else here. That's fair. I'm going to spend the rest of the time looking at these uh, equations and seeing if I can't figure it out. So the equations for helping the, the book or the equations for... No, you need them for your book. So book right, yeah, okay. Right I just wanted to be clear which ones you're working on. Alright, the rest of you arrive at the Fire's Heart Chapel. Lucan's gonna drop uh, platinum in the tithing box. Okay. Is she around, or is... There's a couple of there's a couple of acolytes that are sort of cleaning up the place, or do you know, they turn and say, good afternoon. Good, good afternoon. day. Good afternoon. Is the High Priestess around? Um, she is. Who may I ask? My name is Xanafi Anastasia. It's my brother Lucan. This is Hogripa. Uh, she's yeah. She's I think she's available. We'll be, we'll be back. Thank you. 
one of them what kind of goes off and it doesn't take long at all you know you get used to waiting a long time and like, so <laughs> yeah, yep. she sort of like pops up again her sleeves are sort of rolled up and she's been apparently working on something she's kind of wiping it might be paint maybe mm. off, of, off of her forehead like she's been doing some sort of work mm. and she says well welcome back did you go to Meridor we did we just returned we brought some information for the stores of knowledge uh, brother Theremin already has begun reviewing these things we found a temple to an arsenium or arsa's temple huh with some mathematical equations available we also, well, one of us managed to enter the temple to Venifer. Found the temple of Venifer there. We did. Yeah, and we think that uh, we found out what the problem is with all the undead, so hopefully that issue will be resolved here. So what was the problem? Some type of cursed item that was found. And we realized when we were walking around with it, the undead, these wandering undead started to focus in on, on us with that item. So does Thurman have that item? He does. Apparently, he's working on the destruction of the item. Master Elop mentioned something about a circle he placed it in, hopefully to protect the city. We increased your patrols on the docks to help defend the city in case any followers came with us along the lake. But so far, we haven't heard anything. Max has been alerted to that. He has. He was not quick to respond, but he did send people. Well, if there's no guns firing, I imagine he'll wait till he hears something like that. <clears throat> Have we met? Kind of points it. No, my, my apologies. This is Hulk Griba. He's one of our traveling companions. Nice to meet you. This Hold. is High Priestess Indigo. Shoulder hand out. Shake it. Okay. Strong handshake. It's not, you know, the nobility, you know, sort of wanting you to kiss her or something. She just gives you a strong handshake. Nice to meet you, Hulk. Is Claire? Yes, she's the High Priestess. She's in charge of the entire Pyrian religion. At least from the Order of Fire. Hmm. <laughs> she kind of, kind of shrugs like, <laughs> this is what you got, right? <laughs> I can respect that. So, did he talk anything about the the item? Did he give you any indication on what the plan is with that? No. I, no, I, mean, I'll just, I, I certainly will contact him. Uh, other than working on finding a way to destroy it, he apparently identified so they, it. So they were going to talk to some wizard in town. Oh, Pogaman. Yes. Pogaman, yes. Okay. In the meantime, the, what we found there when we landed was a raiding party of orcs uh, from the mountains. Hmm. They were attempting to excavate various sections of Meridor. Their goal from their chief, Atgood, I believe his name was, was looking for information on siege weaponry to attack the dwarves. Hmm. They were looking for the Arsenium. That seems awfully advanced for orcs. Very much so. Yeah. However, if you remember our story from before, one of them was marked with a knock tattoo and was taking a side route to try to find a tomb of the Eldritch Knights of old from the First Empire. Did he find it? He did not, but we did. Did you find anything of value there? Can look at her ring. Yes, and she'll pull up her sword and show the, the sure. diamond ring that she has encrusted on the other edge. There's a, yeah, basically the way it appears is just a little glowing halo that yeah. kind of revolves around the pummel. Oh, I'm to understand this is an ancient Lucite artifact? I've seen those before. You have? Recently? No, but I think there might be one in the stores. Apparently they were handed out to a lot of the Lucites during the wars. So it's a little bit of a, for my parents, that would have been a fearful sight. Hmm. Kind of smiles at it. Sorry, she'll but put it away. I'm sure, it'll, I'm sure it will serve you in your, in your quests. One of them did manage to escape. 
and ran into the mountains. However, they had done a great amount of excavation, creating tunnels down into these stores of knowledge. The orcs actually found the Arsenaeum in Meridor. Yes. The pathway is still open. If the one who got away knows and reports back, they might send more. She opens up her little cabinet, pulls out some whiskey, starts pouring some drinks. She kind of looks over, or Zan looks over to Holg and says, Sorry, there was some drinking last time. <laughs> she hands, hands it to Holg first. She can kind of see. That swig. Think we're warming up to this. She'll drink with her and him. Kind of plops herself down onto a pew. This might be the time for action if you can send, go over and try to either collapse the tunnels or gather whatever information you need from there, but it's definitely nothing that the orcs need. Certainly. And we don't want to leave that knowledge open for them to try to access if they want to. And we'll contact the dwarfkin and let them know that this this is occurring too. Yes. It's an ongoing conflict apparently of, you know, north of, of the mountain. We don't see it here because the dwarves fend it off, but occasionally orcs do trickle their way into our lands, usually in small numbers. It, w- it wasn't a horde of orc, right? No, it was a small raiding party, maybe seven at the beach, another two at the excavation site, and an additional five or six in the tunnels. One of them was a magic user, a necromancer that was creating undead. Horrible scars. Yes, Some that one them, did. Yes, his nose was missing, I believe. Yeah, yeah. They sorry. did see more of that as well. He mentioned losing it in battle. Well, if they're dealing with Nock, too, they might be doing some type of dark magic or something, too. I don't know. One of them was a cultist. Nock seems to be influencing them as well. This is good information. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. What kind of land is north of those mountains? Do we know? We don't exactly. Are you asking that? Or is it? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. She says, there's definitely more beyond the mountains, but the dwarves don't typically let people through. Why? Well, they're, it's been their way to be recluses. It's, it's been safe for them to be within their walls. Are Pyrians allowed into the under the mountain? They have been. It's not the norm, but they have been. But never beyond? I wouldn't say never. There's stories of people going beyond and coming back with tales, but I don't know anyone personally that has ever been beyond the wall, beyond the mountains. Do you know anything about the city of... What was that? Patreon? Was, Patreon. Or no, Patreon. I don't. Is it a Lucite settlement? No, apparently it's a elven city north of our Great Wood. And it is apparently thriving. That I don't know anything of. Okay. I don't know anything beyond the Great Wood. Not really even rumors, at least personally. It's awfully far away from us. I don't really have anything else. Do you have any other questions about what happened? We just wish to debrief you with the information that we knew. I appreciate that. Excited about the prospect that... This artifact that you found might be the key to the undead problem we've been having, and I appreciate your part in that. Very concerned about the fact that after years of you've met the Order of Knowledge clerics, they're very educated, inquisitive people. Mm-hmm. And to think that a bunch of orcs found that and that they didn't concerns me. Some of them mentioned getting visions from their war god. The one with the red hand. Zartan. Sartan, the, the red palm. Yeah. A couple of them were wearing tabards of him. Bloody hand. Yes, the... have seen that. We questioned the undead razor, and he mentioned specifically that he was getting visions from them, or that he had heard from his tribe that they were, to show them where to go. I've been concerned that maybe that's where the mutilated orcs are possibly coming from. Something about the magics bestowed by this fallen god mm. are not fully... 
empowered and it's the, the healing magics that they're using I think are not working properly interesting oh that's creepy but good information that might be how they figured it out if the god told them where to go that's just as frightening what is the status of the food going to Lucidum? It's, it's in the works. They are scheduled to go out within the week. I'd love Excellent. to give you an exact time, but it'll, it's really a matter of logistics at this that point. Should, that should be soon enough. Thank you very much. Thank you. Harvest Festival is actually going to begin this week, so oh. if you're going to be in town. We may be. We're still working on some of our own studies while here. May we continue to have access to the stores of knowledge? Certainly, for the you know, obviously they'll they'll want their tithing, of course. But yes, absolutely. Well, thank you very much. Either of you need anything? Thank you. You look like you're doing something. Yeah. Did you need a, Did you need help with anything before we go? Oh no, just a little bit of upkeep. Okay. Want it for the road, Holg? Ah, don't mind if I do. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of friend. <laughs> she just puts she puts all the the, the glasses in line. She yeah. just pours across and oh. fills them all. You know, all right. <laughs> I mean, not fills, but she you know. She kind right. of gives, gives everybody a shot, basically. All right, Lacan takes the drink. Are you doing another service anytime soon? I was about to ask you the same. You recognize that it's Lucidae, right? I did. She just kind of smiles. Figured an auspicious day to go to Marador, but <laughs> perhaps I can attend? Because it's Lucidae. It's it's, oh, it's your holy right. day. Not yeah. hers. Got it. Yep. There. But I was asking She's, if she was having any soon. Yeah, I mean, Pierce Day is the is the name of the week okay. or the day of the week. So, but I, yeah, absolutely. You're you're welcome anytime. All right. I'm curious about your religion. I'd like to try to learn more about how you teach it, what your paladins do, that sort of thing. Would I be able to have access to the schools, the secondary school, the uh, you know, I'd have, to, I'd have to talk to somebody over there. You know, people are in charge of different things. If you, you know, the the chapel here actually is during the morning hours is actually where the the younger kids are taught. Sister Maggie will be <laughs> here, so I I would imagine she would be open to you coming in and just sort of listening in, helping out. If you didn't think I'd be too disruptive, um, as long as you're here to help, I'm sure she would be open to that. She's she's a pretty forward thinking teacher, I think. I'm sure we'll get along. Well, wonderful then. Sounds like a lot of fun. Perhaps we can answer some of their questions about Lucite Society if they have yeah. any. That might be nice. You know, the, the kids, I'm sure, by their parents are often taught about the Lucite boogeyman, and so maybe it would be nice to have a little first-hand mm-hmm. knowledge of each other. Yeah, absolutely. I think that would be good. They just nods. All right. Thank you very much. Let us know if you need anything else. We'll be continuing at the Blessing and Barrel. Thank you. Make her way out. She kind of walks back. She looks like she's going right back to whatever <laughs> Right back to her. Yep. So, back at the Blessing and Barrel, you're really having a little trouble with this math. It is very different from what you're used to. And you feel like you are maybe missing something you need. You might need somebody that knows a little more about mathematics to help. Luckily, of all the places you know in the world, this is probably a place that might have somebody like that. But you're really hitting your hitting your head against the wall. Like, you talk it over, you think you figure something out, and then you do this math and kind of like... It's like you're starting to like scratch at the walls, you know, like wait, something doesn't add up to you. And then you look back at the book and you're like, yeah, that's not what I was thinking. And so it's just like going back and forth. You spend a good probably couple hours just messing with this stuff and it's not quite working for you. And then the rest of them show up at the Blessing of Barrel. Well, it's probably as good as time as any to have this conversation when you think real up. Yeah. Well, the twins already know about this. Hey, I'll yeah. bring that. Bring the owls with you. So we're all belling up at the bar, or are we going in the room? In the room. Okay. 
So, two of you already know this, but here you go, Hulk, and I show Hulk all the, the weapons of mass destruction. This is a bit much, I think. This is kind of stuff that brought down the old empire. The third one, by the way, because you've got one that's just like a giant bomb. you got one that seems like a sonic weapon. And then the other one is basically like an arrow that will punch through and then explode inside of a building. Hmm. I mean, more like a ballista, you know, something big. I mean... Cool, so why do we have it here? What do you think we should do with it? Well, toss aside, I really don't care where it ends up. Relop had an interesting idea, and I'm going to run it by the two of you. What if we just gave the knowledge to everybody? What do you mean, bad idea? What do you mean, everyone? What if we gave it to the Burians, the Lucites, the Dwarfs, the Gnomes, the the Yahoos down south? I mean... Because eventually somebody's going to use it on somebody else. Yeah, you'd kill thousands of people, maybe more. Or maybe they'd understand that everybody else has that knowledge and would be hesitant to use it. If we just destroy these and nobody has the knowledge, then we don't have to worry about it. They don't have it now. What's the difference if they don't have it ever? I'd rather not have acreages of acreages of woods destroyed by this. They could attack the Great Wood. They could attack Wood's End. They could attack... Well, that place probably deserves to be attacked, but that's a different story. They could blow up the entire Orc Mountain range. And, you know, Nock would have the knowledge, too. Yeah, it would be very easy for them to just plane shift this bomb into the middle of any cathedral in the realm and destroy everyone. I wouldn't want that on my conscience. The Pyrians and Lucites fought not that long ago, and it wouldn't surprise me if this stuff was used against each other again, if they had the knowledge. All it takes is one bad person to take power. So, speaking on that matter, what are you going to do about your, uh, what was his name? It wasn't Contrary, it was the other one. Costuman. Costuman. So do you just give this knowledge just to the Burians so they can stop him from sieging war? No, because, I mean, the Lucites would just figure out how to reproduce it, and they would use the same technology against the Pyrians. Obviously, it's right here on these panels. Somebody's dreamed it up before. It's only a matter of time before somebody else dreams it up again. True, but those things have been sitting down underground for a thousand years, so... I'd rather not give them a head start on doing so. A thousand more years of this not being public to anybody is fine by me. I've seen their vaults, because that's where the eye is right now. I think they would probably store these down there. But all it takes is one person in power to use it. If I had to choose a side right now, I'd probably say Perians would be the ones more or less likely to use it preemptively. We don't need to choose a side. We can choose no sides. No one needs it. There's an argument for both. I would say that the Perians would not use it preemptively. Not from what I've seen. We don't know that. We've only known the Perians for a very brief amount of time. It doesn't matter. If the Lucites paint them in a corner, they're going to use it. Sure. And it won't take long for the Pyrians, somebody to change sides and sell the information over to the Lucites, and then you have them using the same technology against the Pyrians and just causing insane instruction upon the land. Fine, then let's use this for what we need it for and just melt them down. That's what I think. No. I say the compromise is we actually wash the side that has the siege weapons. Use an acid and destroy it. Yeah. Okay. And destroy that, and then give them I the would, side that's not a weapon. I would be okay with that. That was what I originally suggested. I wanted to talk with everybody here. Well, well, that sounds good. That, I'm going down to get a drink then. <laughs> <laughs> All like, right, world politics? Just, Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
geopolitical politics. <laughs> Voiced my opinion, and I'm tired of talking about people that are way above in status on me and generally don't really care because my people are going to end up being their foot soldiers anyway. So, Well, so what do we try to destroy the back sides of these? I know it's not what you wanted in Relob, but I think that's the consensus of the, of the group. Relop, you're from the Great Wood, right? Yep. Do you want to see the Great Wood just get wiped out by gunpowder and technology? That will never happen. That's not even an argument. Do you want to see my families and Hulk's families get wiped out by gunpowder and technology? Well, I told Brother Thurman that we have a dozen tablets. It's not that we're not going to give him the rest. We're just going to give him one side of the rest which the others only had one side. Hmm. I would honestly like to go back to Meridor and check all the other ones, too. That's my only other concern, is if there's more of them with the hidden knowledge on the back. We yeah. already told Indigo to go there and get more. What would you say to Brother Thurman about these? What part? We can give him tablets. We gave him seven. We will I promised him. him twelve. We will give him these five when we're done destroying the backs yeah. of the ones with the dangerous knowledge. Yeah. It's not we don't want him yeah. to have... None of them. I mean, we could just these three pieces of information. We could even go back to Meridor and get five others that are hanging on the wall and bring those to them. That's a bit much. It is, but I would like to go back there and check all the other ones anyways. I understand. What would you say to Brother Thurman about these other five tablets? What about them? You keep asking that. We've already answered. We're first. We're looking at them for math. The first three. Destroy the back of them and give them to him. I was going to study anyway for the mathematics, which we have done. I want to give him 12 tablets. I see that you want to give him 12 tablets. I don't want to deny him 12 tablets. I just don't want him to have the back of three of these. Does anybody have acid on him right now? I don't want to destroy the tablet itself. Is that what you're thinking? That's my concern. I only want to erase the information from one side of the tablet. We have to see if we actually can. And give him the other side. So he has a total of 12. These things might be magically protected, too, so we can't destroy the backs of them. I can go speak with an alchemist about getting some acid. We should deal with this as soon as possible. I agree. It's only the afternoon. They're probably still open. I'll go right now and see what I can find out. Do we have any idea what kind of metal this is? Can we check and see what kind of metal this is? Do I know metal? what kind of metal this is? Uh, your best guess just from looking at it is bronze. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and cast Detect Magic. Are these magical? or They're not inherently magical. No. Okay. You do get a little bit of a, like, the formulas might have a little bit of a glow. You know right, I mean? they could like it's be. It's technological, but some of them use a little magic in the process. Okay. Does that make sense? But the, the tablets themselves are not anything specific. Alright, I'm going to go get some acid. <laughs> Does anybody else need anything while I'm out? You're going to get it on tabs or... I can purchase it. Um, Relop, you, do you know anything about acid? Not more than anyone else, oh, no. Oh, okay. Alright, I'm going to go ask specifically a good way to cleanse bronze with an acid that won't destroy mm-hmm. the object and see if they can help me. Okay. So she'll make her way out. Okay, Lucan's going to stay back with the tablets. Mm-hmm. They tell you to... You kind of ask around a little bit, and they tell you to go to a place called the Goodly Gear. Okay. It's a general store, so it's got a little bit of everything. I followed Zan out when I watched her walk through the uh, main floor of the inn. Are you following her, or are you catching up to her? I will follow. All right. At a distance. Hey. Following her without her knowing? Apparently. 
Yeah. Huh? Fine. <laughs> Do you want me to perception yeah, versus go, stealth? Yeah, roll your... Yeah, go ahead and roll your... See if she notices... Make sure you roll your stealth dice. He bought that for you. Every step you take... 22. 13. No idea. He's telling me. She's walking with purpose. After... Zan leaves. I'm going to start doing rubbings of the plans. Is Lacan gone too? No. <laughs> I won't let you do the rubbings on the... Well, you, you're going to eat because they're big, right? You're yeah, huge sheets of paper. I've got, I've got quite a few page, pieces of parchment. So. Okay. All right. Well, Lucan's not going to let you do the rubbings on the siege weapon side. <laughs> Hence is why I, well, this, why this, I hey, well, well, actually, what's, it's, not, it's not really going to rub very well on that side. Oh, okay. Because it's not engraved. It's done with acid it's more like a discoloration oh oh i see all right as soon as i kind of realize that I'm, huh, it's a good <laughs> thing that we don't need to worry about people doing rubbings of this True. i'm gonna go ahead and note some stuff in the uh, spell book that i have so, like try to like and make notes about it i'm gonna copy notes of the whole thing <laughs> siege weaponry yep it's He's not, gonna know you're looking at that side. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't stop him uh, no, from doing everything. Yeah. So, if they have the I'm, just, I'm sitting, yeah. I'm sitting and writing. And a lot of my this stuff too is book. like it's, it is mostly technological. So there's, it's going to be hard for him to decipher. Exactly. Sure, so He's going to do his best at it, right? Fine. Yeah. All right. So I go to this goods shop, and Hulk is apparently sneaking around behind me. Okay. So when you go in, there's a, there's actually a stage here. It's, a stage? Yeah, it's you know it's set up like a general store with shelves and there's cabinets behind the uh, behind counters. Uh-huh. But there's a big stage, and when you come when you go in, there's actually a high orc, which you don't see a lot of high orcs in town. No. And he's very fancifully dressed, like just a fop, you know, the full on <laughs> satin doublet and you know hose and uh, Com- comically so almost yeah you okay. know really yeah almost think like uh, like pennywise almost yeah. you know like and she's going to think he's an actor or something he's, well he's, he says welcome to the goodly gear i am corlar of the dulcet tones we are giving a show this evening okay are you a musician no, I, I sing a little on the side, but Oh, no. well, I would love to hear at some point. <laughs> we have our ongoing serial opera. It's called The Behovel of Measure. And I would love to have you come in this evening if you would like to hear our latest episode. Um, I suppose, am I looking around? Is there a shopkeeper or is this the dude? This is the shopkeeper. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. She's like, there's a dude behind the counter. Like, like, hang on a second. Like, Granger, you know, like, yeah. like, sort of, but there's full on, like, adventuring gear, anything that you would typically find yeah. for, uh, for that. There's a section of, like, incense and herbs and things like that. Okay. There's also, like, a very large section. They deal a lot with things like parchments, inks, candles, wigs, masks, and a lot of instruments, actually. There's a good number of instruments here. Right. And so, like, music and theater seems to be this Corlar's thing. Yeah. And so that's kind of the focus. And so uh, what can I get you today, my dear? I'm actually looking for a very specific item. I have a piece of bronze that has an... Kind of an engraving or a discoloration mm. on it, and mm-hmm. I need to cleanse it off and make it seem clean. Do you have an, oh. an acid or a solution or something that it's would work on bronze without so without destroying the item? We just sure. need it cleansed. It's or just, it's, yes, yes, I think I do. And so it just kind of brings you over to this area, and, yeah. there's, and there's a lot of when you first get there, there's a lot of pigments. Sure. Like so, it's uh, so if you're a painter and that instance, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. but it's you know it's 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 powdered. And so people would add like linseed oil to it to sure. like create the paint, 
and he kind of runs through and there's must be some sort of system here but it's it looks like a mess to you nothing seems to be <laughs> and he starts sort of counting through and he says oh yes 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 and talks about the the idea of etching and using this for like artistic purposes so this should clean out any mistakes that one has made if you are working with bronze if you're working with sometimes tin this should do the trick there are multiple vials. I, I have, it looks like I have four of them at the moment. Each of them costs three gold. And I think that depending on how, how much surface, you're probably looking at a good, each vial is going to cover at least 10 square feet of surface. Wonderful. I will take all three. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you very much. Are you interested in anything else while you're here? Any, and, you know, I do have, of course, some clothing and, and, you know, travel gear, cloaks, and things like that. I do have a special item. Are you a gambler? Not specifically, but a few of my companions are. What do you have? Goes over, and there's a little cabinet, and he unlocks it and pulls out this little deck of cards. And he says, these are, uh, we just call them lucky cards. But they are a little bit on the magical end. Hmm. They will help the gambler in a way that will maybe be beneficial Especially if you're betting. Hmm. Are you a betting woman? No, I'm afraid I don't take that many risks, but I do know someone who does. How much for the deck? Well, again, it is a special case, and it is, and it kind of pulls it out. You can see that it's a pretty old, it's got age to it, sure. right? Like this is a sort Used. of a, <laughs> Yes, and it is a steal at 120 gold. It will give you a definite advantage in any gambling with cards you <laughs> might do. I will take them. And also, perhaps this is a bit of an unusual question, but I somewhat fancy the coats of the paladins. Do you know if they have any that would be in perhaps a purple color? Oh, so the leather of the paladins with but the tails in and the yeah, but perhaps in a different color. Do you know anyone that could help me with that if you don't have it? It's interesting you say that. There is a shop in town called Leather and Lace. <laughs> it's run by a couple. Lawson, and uh, I think her name is Hala. She's a seamstress, and he's a leather worker, and they they create kind of interesting pieces. Huh. Um, and they are not above a little bit of dyeing of leather and, and different things that they can typically work, I think, in that. So you might check with them. I will. And I'll get the location from us sure. and that sort of thing, and then I will pay the money for the acid and the uh, cards. Great. Again, we're, we will start this evening, probably in the 8 o'clock hour, if you're interested. I will do my best to attend. I'm, of course, the star. <laughs> of course. I would expect nothing less. And she'll just kind of bow to him a little bit and make her way out. And I'll head towards that leather and lace store while we're on the way. Mm-hmm. Sure. All right, it is a really interesting place because most of the items are kind of a weird combination of leather and lace, right? Like, there's, so there's... Oh, so um, I'm at that store now? Okay, So cool. corsets and... Yeah, you know, we'll just look yeah. ahead to that direction corsets and full-on suits but they a lot of things have like kind of a like a lace collar to them and okay. just kind of weird embellishments that are not typical they're just they're, they're kind of their own fashion mm-hmm. between the two and so and and both are they're working and they're friendly enough you know they just say hey please, yeah. they'll let us know if we can help you they don't kind of get in your face like oh nice. corlar had done but they let you kind of browse around do they have armor and stuff they do have leather armor yeah okay Yep. Any of it magical? No, not not at this moment. There's and if you ask, they say you know we yeah. sometimes work in certain things. Most of the time, we work on commission. But All not, right, not at this time. All right. Well, speaking of commission, and I don't. I'm assuming I don't see something that's close to the paladin cloaks in here. 
There are or coats, I guess. Yeah, there, there there are some that are pretty similar to that. Okay. A couple of them have again kind of a lacy collar, sure. or they might have kind of a an embellishment along the bottom. But there are a couple that are similar. If you ask about it, they you know they kind of say that there's somebody within the church that does some of that work, and uh, so they they can't exactly make typically make it exactly the same, right? Because somebody would object. Sure, but you know they they certainly would know how to do. Some she would things. ask for commission price for sure one yeah. in purple, and they they really actually like the idea of that yeah. purple too. Like <laughs> purple, she kind of smiles. She has you know her, her right. purple ring right. a little bit around her, and, and they do have like tricorn hats. That's a not looking for the hat. Right. She just likes the coat. Just the coat itself, not any leggings or anything like that. I mean, just regular leggings. I don't need to make all of it purple. That would be almost comical, but <laughs> sure. Just, you know, she, she would get just regular, like, leather clothes to kind of look sure. the part of the palette if she needed to. Sure. In purple. <laughs> Except for that. Except for that. And no hat. Okay. Purple palette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's you. That's, that's me. That's you. Oh, I'm just adding awful. another yeah. name onto my title. That's all right. I don't want to make this a full shopping episode either. No, no, no. I'm no, trying I, to fly I, through I'm it. I'm going to look something up so I can figure out the... What yeah, I it was something I was kind of thinking. I'm like, I think it'd be kind of cool did if you had like, a coat like that. Did you ask the name of the merchants? Who they were? Yeah. No. Well, he told me. the. I can't remember. Yeah, um, they said Lawson and Hala. Lawson and Hala? But there's... It's a Fleetwood Mac reference, right? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, I was like, where's Don Hiddley and right, right, Stevie right, Nicks? Right. Like, oh, like that was that. I was didn't recognize the name. Those are the only two. It's just, a, it's a Fleetwood Mac song. Oh, okay. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Like, so if you want to picture Hala, you're right. That's exactly what she looks like. Okay, Stevie Nicks. cool. Good, good background information. I just. I know you already made a Jethro Tull reference, so Fleetwood Mac was not <laughs> far off base. L- largely, the purple is a little bit harder right. to get around here from what they say, you know, the, the dyes. <laughs> and so they quote you at just for the coat plus normal yeah. s- no- leggings. And like a blouse and whatever else. Would okay. underneath. They quote you at 40 gold. Excellent. Okay. Uh, how much time would you need? Probably if you would give us, because we want to make sure it's quality, give us uh, a week. Perfect. Fair. We should be here for at least another 10 days, so oh, that will work. We will be here. So they ask for half down, and then you would pay on. She'll give it all now. Okay. I trust them. All right. I think it's done everything she wanted to do. All right. Make her way back to the hotel with the acid. Okay. As she leaves the uh, the leather and lace, <laughs> step out from, like, a side alley. Oh, yeah, she's like, <laughs> yeah, she, like, goes to the weapon, like, stops for a second. Oh, what are you, what are you doing? You and your brother seem really, like... <laughs> Focused on this whole like upcoming war between Lucites and Periods. I'm, I'm worried about it. I'm not focused on it. I'm just trying to prevent as much death as I possibly can. So we've been doing this the whole time, and she'll start walking. Right, but I mean that discussion back up in the end. It's like you guys already believe that it's going to happen. I'm worried it's going to happen. I can't tell the future. I'm just trying to. Prepare for as many contingencies as I possibly can. <laughs> okay, so what's your contingency on if this comes to fruition? If the war happens? Yeah. I don't know. Because, I mean, your order is going to tell you to come back up to these lands. <laughs> she kind of stops for a second and just leans against a wall, kind of covering her face and eyes. I know. I'm trying to learn everything I can about them. I just I want to know who I'm dealing with. I... These people are nice. They've done nothing to me. I, right. I can try to tell people. I can try to convince others. I can try to espouse that these are decent people and aren't worth attacking. But if many people follow the new pope and into battle, I don't know what I can do to stop them. I, I don't know what I would do. i got to be completely honest. I think 
if it were to come down to me between Pyrians and Lugosites, I don't think we would have had the same issue with Night's Day if we had more of a outlook like the Pyrians do. I agree. Though they say they were helped by the tribals, I don't know specifically what they did for them, but well, that's what everyone I mean, seems to be blaming. <laughs> the bigger about. issue I have is you have Lucites who basically in their tower decided to sequester knowledge, which allowed this forbidden knowledge to flourish right underneath their noses. You know I'm fighting against all of this, right? Right. You're not telling me anything I don't know. I just, I can't only deal with a certain number of things. I, I'm just trying to keep my people fed and keep them alive. Anything else beyond this is something I'm going to have to deal with later. We have to root out corruption in Wood's End. We have to stop the Pope from going to war. At this point, the Contraries are going to be better put in place in power if I can make that happen, but I can't do that from here. She's starting to, like, shake uncontrollably, like, anger. She's just uh, throwing every problem she has Mm -hmm. out at you at once. Okay, well, we've got a bit to unpack. (laughs) But I think you might need to take a breath and just take some time for yourself, too. A group of gods in a cave told me that recently. Oh, so not the first time you've heard it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's time to start taking that advice a little more seriously. And what do you think that means in comparison to what I'm doing right now? I don't know. Maybe you just need to focus on yourself a little more. I'm trying to keep as many people alive as I can. I'm trying to expand my own horizons and learn about people who have been vilified in my mind since I was a child. Mm-hmm. I guess the bigger question is, who are you doing it for, though? Are you doing it for your people or are you doing it for yourself? Because if you're doing it just solely for your people, you're just going to burn yourself up. Well, feeding my people is for my people, but expanding my horizons is a symptom of my mentor in the seminarium. He taught me to keep an open mind and to learn about new people. That may be your mentor speaking. In my opinion, I don't think that's the mentality of the seminarium itself. I know it's not. Why do you think I chose to be an Order of the Light instead of a keeper in a hospital? Because you didn't want to sit inside a building for the rest of your life? Exactly. So I'm doing this because I want to do this. Me. And I don't know what to do about my religion possibly destroying everything I'm working for. Maybe it's time to look at another religion. I think it's time to look at all religions. This is just number one. Hmm. Nothing like being well-informed. I can appreciate that. Speaking of things you appreciate, she'll go into her satchel. I'll pull out this old deck of cards. Okay. For the owl. She'll hand you the deck of cards. Shuffle them a bit. (laughs) I don't know what they do. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even yeah. ask him. <laughs> the shopkeeper said it was something along the lines of if you gambled with them, they would lean in your favor. Hmm. I figured you liked cards, and this might be something you could take advantage of. I don't want to know anything about it, though, you know. Sure. Yeah. A wink. Couple with deniability. Suppose we should probably hmm. head back before uh, Lucan gets locked out of his room again or something. Sure. So make a wait. All right. Head back to the Blessing of Mario. Mm-hmm. How much of the uh, tablet do I get scrapped over? How long are you, how long are you taking? Just, just pretty much as soon as the door shuts. <laughs> to uh, when I do my shopping and get yeah, back. <laughs> get to the point where you feel like you've got 
the gist of what's there. You okay. Know? It's a little bit intricate, but... Of which one is he doing? I don't know. Which one are you doing? Uh, that sonic weapon. The sonic one? Yeah. Okay. All right. Good to know. All right. So make your way back upstairs into their room. Figure anything else out? Speaking to Merc. So Hulk and Sam walk in at the same time? Uh, no. I'm going to stay down oh, at okay. the bar. Okay. And walk through the doors. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no. Are you wearing any clothes? Or anything? No, they, they were making it. They're it's making it, yep, yep, I thought yeah. so. Okay. No, she just reaches into her satchel and pulls out the vials. This is supposed to strip at least a ten-foot square area, so we can use this to discolor it back to normal, and it will not destroy the bronze. Great. So she'll sit down. I'll open the, the window. Perfect. <laughs> so she'll pull one of them out to the floor and start pouring it on one side. I tried to direct her towards the one that Relop had been copying. Sure. So start there. Whichever one you guys want to start with. And we'll try to... I just look at real up and say, I don't know that there's a right answer in this scenario. This is just a bunch of fools trying to chase after a dream. I'm sorry. Didn't work out the way you wanted. Yeah. Well, you know, at least they have the tablets that they have, which I think is a fair trade for food for all the uh, Lucites that are getting fed for this. They were also paid. Yep. That makes it fair. Mm-hmm. She'll destroy it. All three of them. For how yeah. long it takes to do that. Hey, it doesn't take very long. You yeah. probably need to open a window. Yep, he does. A little bit. He already did. <laughs> yep. But, uh, yeah, you pour it over and it just sort of washes away. Sure. Well, whenever you're finished with your math, we can take the rest of the five to the stores. They'll have their twelfth. Well, probably need to talk somebody at the stores and pay another tithing. And, uh... You guys interested in going back to Meridor and getting the other tablets? Yes. Okay. With as many Purians as we need. Why is that? I mean, there's going to be a lot of heavy lifting, Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Perhaps bigger boats if they need to carry more. No, honestly, we could bring um, acid with us. I don't think we'll have time to do the acid while they're there. They don't have to go with us. Hmm. They already went there once. I already told Indigo about it. So let's go tomorrow. You finally hear some shooting down at the docks. Okay. It just as you're about to, sort of, you look at each other like, should we go down there? Yeah. And then it sort of stops. Well, it doesn't sound like a complete undead invasion. Do you want to go check? We're done with all three tablets. The five tablets, yeah. Do I still no, have no? No, no. Wow. Yeah, there yeah. were just three to, to yeah. clean off. Yeah. yeah, we're done with that. Yeah, it doesn't take long. Do I have all right, some let's... miles left? Actually, yeah, you you uh, have like one and a half left. Okay, so yeah. hold on to them. I'm gonna go check out the gunfire at the docks. All right. So I'll go with him. To Nomish and Relop, I'm like, we should go to the stores of knowledge. Yeah, they might be able to restore that. But more importantly, we can give them what you gave, and then we maybe can convince them to mount an expedition before we can get back down there. Yep. Oh, you want to go back to the stores and get these? He's not in the room. Oh, he's not? No, he's on the bar. All right. In the bar. Well, let's go get this, uh, let's go get this taken care of. Okay. Okay. Down at the docks. Mm-hmm. So we've got, I'm sorry, twins are going down. Yes. Hulk staying at the bar. Hmm? Merc and Relap are going to the stores. Yes. Actually, before, sorry, we can talk to the priest at the stores later. I think we should all make sure that we get the rest of the tablets back. What are you thinking? I just have something that I want to check off my knowledge list here. Let's go check out the gunfire. Okay. Okay. So everybody's going except Hulk? If I see Hulk, I'll say, come on, buddy, but I don't know if I see him. Do you go if he... If he, oh, if he you have to. Be like, hey, we're heading down. Ah, fine. <laughs> All yes. right. Twins get down there first. Max is there. Good. There's good number of skeletons 
and actually a couple that still have some flesh on them that mm. are have been dispatched. They're not. Nothing's moving other than a bunch of paladins standing there. I could see our increased security was helpful. Is everyone okay? Was. Yeah, we we didn't know we were going to wait this long, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, well. Are there a lot? So kind of look around at the carnage. Yeah, there's probably about 20. Mm. Were they just skeletons or? Mostly skeletons. There was a few that were more like fleshy, like kind of look more like zombies in a sense. Mm. Apparently Cadavers. Brothers Thurman's uh, circle didn't protect their draw to it. I'm sorry, Brother Thurman's what? There's an artifact we uncovered in Meridor that was frenzying the undead and making them follow us. We oh. took it to the stores, they placed it in a circle, attempting to protect the city from them. That's why we asked you to bring more people down here, just in case something ha- like this happened. Hmm. He says, well, these things are pretty mindless. He kicks the skull into the water. Mm-hmm. He says... Maybe they just had a trajectory. Hmm. Good job, guys. We did row the boat all the way across. I'm sure they could have followed it. Sorry about that. Anyone need heal? No, nah, we're good. A couple of scrapes here and there. People are, you know, we, we can, we got it. Kind of holds up his hand, like paladin, yeah. paladin. Right. So, this artifact is in the stores? Yes. Yeah, it's um, hopefully going to be destroyed. It's in a restricted section. Brother Thurman brought it to... Hmm. So are they contacting the wizard or what? Yeah, they're getting Pogman. Probably need to. We're waiting for a message from Brother Thurman that Pogman will be there and we will speak with him there. Thurman will probably find something interesting to read and he'll forget all about you, but we'll see. Can you get a message to Pogman? I could. Just kind of verify that he got the got the message in the first place. All I'm saying. Fair enough, I can do that. What do you know of this uh, Pogman? Yeah, kind of a wizard in town. He knows things that other, others don't. Mm. You'll like him, he's a gnome. Oh, interesting. Probably not your type, though, exactly, right? Like, you're from the wood? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's from Rontamin, but I don't know for sure. Okay. What is his temperament? Mm. I don't know, he always seems pretty... Pretty gentle to me until he needs not to be. Hmm. That powerful. They say that he trained with a bigger, with a more powerful wizard from Ronson, Renwell. Have you heard of him? Someone in the stores mentioned his name. I don't know who Renwell is. Uh, he's a pretty serious wizard from what I hear, but uh, you know, this is just his student. Well, I look forward to meeting him soon. If you do get in contact with him and you need to arrange a meeting, please feel free to send to me. I'll do that. <laughs> Am I getting that same That's look? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> he always gives you a grin. All right. You always kind of get mad at yourself because he's a pretty charming guy. Yeah. There's like a line, you know. Like, Darn it. Yeah, she's. If you need us, we will be at the Blessing of Barrel. Wink. <laughs> Didn't say wink. Uh, <laughs> did you say wink or did you actually wink? <laughs> Got a wink. room key. Yeah. How about both? Wink. <laughs> you go back to the Blessing of Barrel, right? Are we all spending a little time in the tavern or yeah. getting yeah, some probably. foods for the that. night? Get some supper. Yep. Yep. Tonight it's a little, you know what? Actually a little bit of. Yep. <laughs> so my brother has been harassing me. Has he been harassing me all at the same time? Like, oh yeah, yeah. Like since he started, he's never stopped. Yeah. Well, he's like three in the morning or whatever. Uh, approximately. Like it's not exact, but yes, middle of the night. I think I'm going to turn in early tonight because I have a feeling I'm going to get a. A wake-up call. Is your brother still doing that? Yeah, but I have a plan this time. What's your plan? 
He's going to knock himself out. Oh, no. I'm just going to... We're going to pray for his forgiveness. Hmm. Okay. All right, well, good luck to you. Have a good night, Mark. Okay. So I turn in early with the intention of waking up early because he is going to do right. that. Right. Yeah. Okay. Before you tuck in, why don't we get the tablets out of our room? Oh, sure, sure, sure. Oh, also, what's the plan for tomorrow? Are we gonna are we going back to Meridor? I thought that was the plan. Yeah, that's what you guys wanted to do, right? Let's get a summon yeah. from a wizard. Right, I'm waiting for the appointment with Pagaben. I have some research I need to do in the stores. I, I mean, we can make the run. You of can Mer- do the research later. You don't have to do that. But now. we're gonna need to get a bigger boat to bring all the rest of the things over, aren't we? Or are we only getting half? My big worry is So you're going to say that we need a bigger boat? Right. What I would like to do is get more acid and get down there and just destroy the backs of whatever tablets we need to. Well, I bought out the general store supply. I only have Mm. one and a half left. I don't know where else to get any, but I can bring what I have. Okay. And now that the eye isn't with us, the undead shouldn't be frenzied. Yeah. It's up to you. If shops are still open, Lucan, I'll start walking around and searching for more places that might have that type of acid. So he calls supper early and goes sure. shopping. Some places are starting to close up. There is a shop called Orison's that is actually a, a shop that deals with reagents largely for clerics. So like pairing clerics would come here and get their reagents for their for their spells. And they do have some potions and you know incense, things like that. You probably could find something similar. It's a little bit harsher, the guy tells you when you talk to him. Okay. But he says it, it's still going to leave it intact. It might be a little bit scarred. Not exactly pitted. Okay. But it might be... If somebody was really looking closely, they might see that something had scoured it. Mm. The other one was pretty subtle. This one, this would be a little bit much. Or even a little bit more. This guy charges you five per vial, and he has three available. All right. I'll take the three. All right. In the meantime, anything happening at the tavern? You do get a message from Max, mm. and he says, So that wizard told me that he was going to contact you in the morning, but he is willing to meet with you tomorrow. Did you have a time and place in mind? I'll meet you at the Busking and Barrel, and I'll bring you to him. Very well. So she'll let everybody else know. Uh, Pogaben wants to meet with us in the morning, so we might have to delay our Meridor, unless someone wants to, people want to go to Meridor and people want to go to Pogaben. I don't think mm-hmm. Meridor is very dangerous anymore. Is Lucan back? It wasn't as gone? dangerous as before. No. Probably not. I guess it depends when it's Yeah, I mean, we can certainly go uh, back there. It's okay. Sure, okay. Way, you know. Are you going to help me get these to the stars? I'm we sorry. don't need them anymore. The the five? You're yeah. still going to need the math, right? You yeah, it doesn't have the math. Well, we he, said the math. That he said we were kind of stuck when we needed a mathematician. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which would so probably be found at the stores. Right, right, yeah. I mean, that's, that's first plus yeah. I'd look. Unless we think Pogaben might know about math. Well, it's so we could certainly uh, talk to him. Like, what's what's letting well, them sit overnight in our room? I would like to get out to Meridor before Pyrians get there. I have no idea when they're sending an expedition, or if they're sending an expedition. Correct. Let me go I ask. Don't, I don't want to chance it. You want me to go ask Indigo? I just want to leave tomorrow morning with a ship. Well, that's when Pogaben wants to meet. You can talk to him. Okay. So you two, everybody else arrange a ship. Whoever wants to come with me to the wizard can do so. I have a number of pieces of business with him anyway. Yeah. And I will ask about the destruction of the eye, as well as the tuning fork. And we can I can ask about the mathematics if you'd like. Sure. All right. And the rest of you are going to go to Mirador. That's what it sounds like. You guys like. want to go to Mirador in the morning with me? So I'm moving all these tablets. 
Yes, we will return these to the stores with you. Sure, we'll do that now. Okay. You're done with these, Merc? For now. And it's not like they won't let us look at them later. Okay. Who's going to Meridor with me tomorrow? I'm going to leave bright and early. Mm, I'm sleeping. All right. I can go. I will go as well. All right. Are you coming with me to Pokemon, or are you sleeping in? No, I want to hear what this wizard has to say about this eye. All right. Wait till it shows up in his forehead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, uh-oh. Oh, perfect artifact. We gave this to the wrong guy. Just give him the eye of Vecna. It's going to be fine. Yeah. I got two weapons to help get it back out. All right. So we will go to the stores or take the tablets to the stores. Give him the additional five. So you turn them in that night, and then sure. you're going to go back to the Blessing Barrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you get there, the they're kind of closed up, finishing for the night. Oh, right? the stores? They're not, they're not open all night. Yeah. But you... Get a hold of somebody inside there, and they again, they Thurman comes out. You know, this is it's funny because you spent a whole week there and you barely saw this guy, he was always sort of off somewhere, and now he's interested. So, suddenly, he's an active member in this. And he he does ask, So, what are different with these five? You brought seven previously. Oh, I was uh looking at some of the mathematics on these ones in particular and trying to help. With a, a cipher. Hmm. Know anything about ciphers? Do they intrigue you? A little bit. So why do you think this math would help you? Well, I honestly, at this point, I don't know. Um, <laughs> he doesn't actually know mathematics <laughs> to describe what he's looking at. Trying we'd probably point the, the formulas between the two of them. What I've been doing is I've been trying to decipher this book and pull out the book. And then what I've found is that it's infernal and there is some complex mathematics. And uh, I can't quite wrap my head around this, but I think it's in the ballpark of what I need. So it's, it's probably pre-algebra. It does look like notes of sorts, right? The whole reason Mercenary made this trip was to have access to your library and decode this book. It's his, not the entire reason, but it is a large portion. And his research led us to perhaps knowledge buried in Meridor, hence we made the trip. If I had some time to study this, I think I might be able to help. But, it, but really, if you are looking for somebody to help you with mathematics, you need to talk to Cogram Disram. Cogram Disram? Who's this guy? He is probably the smartest person I've ever met. Is he one of your order? No. He lives in Disram Manor. Here in the city? Yes. It's a big, sort of solitary, walled manor on sort of the northwest side of town. And you've you've actually noted the building because this place yeah. is not that big, and there's this giant fortress of a house, basically. <laughs> All right. Well, do you have a brother Xerox to make copies of that for us, and then all the copies of the mathematics. Uh, of the mathematics, and we could run it over at home. I could probably have somebody do that. And what kind of tithing would you be expecting in exchange? Well, what kind of tithing would you uh, would you deem appropriate? Well, I got this uh, gem I can't pronounce. <laughs> As <laughs> usual, we got a lot of those. Again? <laughs> the sardonic? Sardonic. Yeah, sardonic uh, for 50 gold. I have this nice I think that would be reasonable. So it's for all 50 gold for the three? Yes, please. That seems very generous. You certainly would give us until maybe tomorrow afternoon. Sounds like I'm going to be busy in the morning as it is. So come back tomorrow after lunch, and we will have those ready for you. Great. I wanted to make a joke about, like, would you like me to get the seed weapon stuff off the back for you? (laughs) 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 All right. So we've got a plan for tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Everybody's going to go to sleep, I'm sure, in the the Blessing Barrel. Many people are saying some prayers and really thinking, you know, it's a little bit hard to get to sleep. 
Relop is kind of bothered by all this stuff uh, with siege weaponry and the tablets, and I think most people are somewhere on that line for different reasons. And in the middle of the night, brother. Oh, brother. And I start saying the Prairian prayer of forgiveness to him. (laughs) (laughs) Which is... Which I don't have, oh, but hey, uh, well, <laughs> please forgive me. Please forgive me. The mercenary in the West seems to be uh, unwilling to bring himself back to us, so maybe I should find a way to bring him back. I'm wondering who exactly I should reach out to. Lucia? Petter? Which one would pull at your heartstrings a little more? Which one do I need to pull the wings off of? Why are you so interested in me, brother? What threat do I represent to you? Tell me, do you serve the Lord of the Night? Does the light burn so greatly? I don't know. Is that 25 words? (laughs) (laughs) He replies, I think you know that I'm not stupid and you know that there's no way that this is going to end with both of us standing. I think that I'm going to find ways to bring you my direction. I don't promise you'll like them. I promise if I have to come back in force, you will not like it. That won't bring back people you love? Well, it won't matter, because you'll be dead and we can't care about it. Thank you for listening to this episode of D4 on the Floor. Please check out our D4 on the Floor website at d4onthefloor.com. That's the letter D, the number four, onthefloor.com for more great gaming content. Back to put up that drywall. (laughs) (laughs) You never see the Lucite Pope? (laughs) No, he's never done drywall before. I don't like my religion anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're too weird as Anne was at the start. <laughs> Find that bird that poops coins. We're sitting on a gold mine. As soon as I finish a long rest, I'll have 113 hit points. Nobody cares. <laughs> 112. Whoa! <laughs> you take you take 114 damage. <laughs> you just took the damage. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Bird He's gonna get attacked by a bunch of undead assassins though. Soon. That'll be oh yeah, cool. I forgot to tell you oh. they were all ninjas. Mm-hmm. Ninja minotaurs on flying spiders. I'm not gonna lie, that'd be pretty. Dang it, Lance! Wait. Quit wrecking my plot. I've had I've fought them twice I've, in two different modules. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah, and the, oh, spiders, totally and the spiders stab you and impregnate you with baby spiders in your stomach and it bursts out your mouth. <laughs> all right. Oh, that's all? Yeah, just that's flying, just minute, flying ninja minotaurs. We're huge in Europe. <laughs> I'm big in New Zealand. I'm a legend in my own mind. <laughs> <laughs> your wife's our Whoever biggest fan, so really, I mean, you are a legend. <laughs> your own wife. <laughs> She's taking notes on oh, your campaign. I know. She's already readily admitted to me that I'm not her favorite character. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and who is? This guy. Yeah. <laughs> so we went to dinner the day he told me that, and I'm just like, okay, like, you know, the first line to be walking over to Angela's like, so tell me about why I'm your favorite character. <laughs> like, in front of Thomas, just not yeah. pay attention like, to him. 
Okay. Let's just talk about Zan for 45 minutes. By the way, you look really great wearing your drink. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>